Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. And I just That my doja kosher game over, soldier. I'm coolin'. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor. Don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures. I feel the dopeness and problems. Good right. That is, of course, unless you are not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday, March 15th, 2017. I am your host, Travis Bryant. And I assume somewhere tipsy or just flat out drunk downtown Austin, maybe 6th Street, maybe, no, he's not the domain, it's in the domain, this is too, domain's too fancy for South By and random Wednesday, Wednesday morning, afternoon, evening, drunken shenanigans, so we'll assume he's downtown with the other hooligans and uh, out-of-towners. Because um, he is not with me yet. That would be Cameron Hawkins. I'm Travis Bryant, if I haven't said. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, while we wait for Cam, hopefully, to stumble into the conversation, let's go ahead and uh, get out all the pertinence so you guys can get in direct, in direct contact with us. Uh, you can uh, find us here on the phone lines and call us and talk directly to us because we'd like to talk directly to you. Hit us up on the Constellation lines, 347-202-0103. Once again, call us, 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. We've got a VIP email from our good friend Derek Williams. We'll get to that later. Rich and I will. And uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, so get your emails in. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Questions, comments, Concerns, you know, like about the show, suggestions. <laughs> about to open up a suggestion box. <laughs> first first suggestion. Don't suck. Oh, oh, well, that was <laughs> that was constructive, sir. Thank you. Um so yeah, uh East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Questions, concerns, suggestions, shout outs, hollers, um, Salutations, all that. We do all that on the email tip. 
Twitter is another way to get at us. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. And you can find my personal Twitter at TravLord. And it is wide open these days. Just sign right on. I remember every new follower I would get, I used to go and make sure at least it was a real follower and not some like bot or something weird. Uh, Twitter. I don't do that anymore. Um, so, yeah, so we've got Kim's uh, weekly poll doing some uh, doing some convo over on the Twitter. Again, at East Coast Cast, if you want to participate in next week's poll and random weekly Twitter stuff, maybe. It is up there. Um, Women's History Month. What was that about? Let me see. <laughs> okay, that was nothing. Sorry, everybody. Um, yeah, so anyway, at East Coast Cast, at Travelord, you can find Cam at Seahawk, C E E Hawk. Matter of fact, let's see if he's. Uh... Nope, nope, nope. I'm powering through these, these, these early plugs. So <clears throat> if he's there, he's gonna have to hold. So uh, Facebook, that is the final bastion of Get Adage. You can find us on Facebook, uh, on the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch, and, you know, you'll see all the, the family of Facebook fan pages. You'll like them all. You don't necessarily have to go like the uh, Radican Wrestling Community one. Like, that's, you know, you can like, oops, I forgot. It didn't take. Ooh, my cookies ran out or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, definitely go like that East Coast Cast page. Tell your friends about it. Tag them in it. Post it on your timeline, their timeline. You know how it works. I could have sworn. I could have sworn did it. No. God damn it, y'all. Where y'all at? Which y'all? You know what? Let me just not trust the uh, laptop Facebook. Because they'd be screwing me sometimes. So let me go to my app real quick. And, uh, <clears throat> new likes. Oh, okay. Dean Stahl. Back in February. So, alright. Dean Stahl, Bill Whitman, Ross Gates. First, last three. So anyway, y'all know how it works. So share the stuff and do this, that, and the other. Oh, what? Restart required. Rule restart your device outside of active hours. Select this message to change active hours. Restart now. What kind of bullshit? For what? Outside of active hours. Hey, man, that's a... Start this shit now in the middle of this. Smack some money. Oh, hell no. Your device is scheduled to restart outside of active hours. Active hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Well, it's 5 to 30, so <clears throat> change active hours. Okay, here we go. Active hours. 
at like noon. in the morning make get that shit in active hours can set be can be set between one and twelve hours not oh, son of a bitch all right so active hours three p m to three a m save how dare they Anyway, sorry, I didn't want the damn thing to... That was weird, that's... I swear that's never happened before. Uh, anyway, alright, let's... Uh, we still don't have uh, Cam along for the ride yet. That's fine. That's, that's, I'm not flustered or thrown off in any way. Darrell just went on a like spree on my Instagram... Him and Ian from Tennessee. Oh yeah, I was petting horses and shit today. That was me. <clears throat> and my nice one of my newest polo shirts, petting a dumbass horse. I swore she was gonna bite me. Pregnant ass. I seen them videos where the guy gets bit on the arm. Oh, y'all see the one where the camel bites the guy's uh right on his knee and just slung him like his whole patella a B, C, D, E, P, C, L, it's all done. It's just oatmeal in there now. The way that, the way the camel, ar, and just slung his ass. Whoo! Peep game. Seriously, that's worth a, worth a look. They were, <laughs> they were running that back and forth on Jesus and Marrow uh, last week. So, all right, you can tell we're co-hostless because I'm rambling. This, uh, ten minutes into the show. So, all right, all right. Let's, uh. Let's go to the damn poll since Cam isn't here to do his job. I'll do it for him. And the poll turned out let's see. Oh, well I guess he uh put it up an hour uh he said it to not not close until uh, <laughs> it's 53 minutes still left or 50 minutes left still so i guess he said it to cut off at 6:30 instead of 5:30 but anyway as of right now with with uh not quite all the votes tallied but an hour left hey guys uh time for the torch poll or torch east coast cast poll what are your what are your, this is how it's worded, what are your SmackDown Live, WrestleMania, what SmackDown Live WrestleMania match are you most excited for? <clears throat> so, not what should main event, not what uh, should go on last, or whatever. What are you personally most excited for? So, right now, uh, from lowest to highest, the women's title match, which, I, okay, so I haven't watched SmackDown because today is when I usually do all that, and I got up early and had to help my woman move stuff and dressers and a couch and all the way out in the country with horses and chickens and shit. So, uh, so 
So I haven't watched. Matter of fact, I'll turn it on in a bit. Um, but uh, Alexa and versus the world, I don't think that can change. That's pretty pretty much set. So that came in at eight percent. C. Nikki versus Ms. Ms. Reese, uh, intergender match or mixed tag. I don't know what they're how they're framing it. But that came in third at fourteen percent. And then champion, WWE champion Bray Wyatt versus uh, his challenger. Uh, okay, that's Cam just called. All right, bet. Uh, oh, there he is. God damn it. You. Hey, guys. What, what's shaking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You downtown? Or are you no, in I've been awake for... For a minute and twenty seconds. Oh. Because the pre-test Were you up like doing my, shit early, or you literally? This not, you, no way you slept till five forty. No, we've been doing a regular preparation thing. things for a company, and yeah, and it makes uh, makes the old man tired. But here I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So you hear us uh, talking about the poll. I do. Um, I do. Did you set it for six thirty um, instead of five thirty to end? I'm so, okay. There's still so I'm sorry. Left. That's all. There's still forty five oh, minutes yeah. left. So I think. Nice. Hey, that's that's. Should do that more often to see how how we end up at the end. It seemed to be. Um, and I was kind of uh like before I crashed out, I was kind of impressed. Like Styles and Shane is winning. I don't know if impressed is the right word because. I mean, it's handily defeating the world title match. Yeah, and even at the almost end, <clears throat> you know, the traditional end of voting, uh, I was I was going through them. So the women's title match at eight uh, percent, uh, Cena, uh, the, the mixed tag, fourteen percent, Wyatt and Orton, thirty four percent, and Styles and Shane got the most votes at forty four percent. So still handily. Beating the championship match, um, you know, by ten per, ten percentage points, that's significant. Um, but it did a lot better that title match than than I thought. And I was just, just explaining I haven't seen SmackDown yet, except the little bit like I saw at your place last night. That was it. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it today because I haven't had a chance. Um, well, and I but actually got to it, um, like the they, main event promo. Did they do something for you personally with that match? Was it? Oh, no, wait, that was match. the Bray Wyatt and, you know, blackface Bray Wyatt promo. Right, right. Yes, yes. Yeah, we did. I and and Callie was like, Callie said, is it, can we agree this is like the worst WWE promo in recent memory? And my response was, do we count Black History Month as a promo? Because if we do, oh, then no. Shit. <laughs> if we if Black History Month counts, no, then that's the worst. But I understand what you're saying. And then he says he says the smartest thing ever. And he's like, "Well, don't, it's Women's History Month now. You see how that's going?" And I said, "Yep, <laughs> you're a hundred percent correct. Don't let me be selfish in my uh, in my anger because yeah, hundred percent right. Ooh. But yeah, that was like it was the weirdest thing and. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think it like, was bad. 
Like, it was a Bray promo, and I, I thought it was, I mean, whatever. It wasn't as but, gibberish as they have been, say, like a year and a half would have been a year and a half, I two years ago. I think that's a problem, though. I really think that's a problem because you want the I don't gibberish? Like Bray saying, I don't want Bray saying uh, she's with the devil and she's the worst oh, person that, in well, hell. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, I don't All that forged in fire. Like, that, like, yeah, the surface, like because it's just, uh, number one, yeah. Well, for me, why I don't want it, what you just said about Bray, why I don't want him saying stuff like that. Well, it's, number one is because it's out of, it's coming out of nowhere. Sure, the idea, we yes. can, the Sister Abigail idea has been around, and it's going in one of those things like, well, when we want to use, make something of it, we will. And I guess now mm-hmm. is when they want to make something of it. But it doesn't, it doesn't fit. No. Like, exactly. oh, now no, you no, guys are talking about that. I've never heard you say the word... I mean, I guess, and in, 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 to use a big giant adjective or just to be real demonstrative in your language, you know, devil, but not like the way he used it and in, and in, and in the, the images he uh, engendered in that promo last no, night. That's exactly my reasoning. That's, that, that, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, where did this come from? It's, it's oh, there you the worship the devil and know the devil and yeah. all that? You're Cain now? Yeah. That's, like Kane could okay, even though sort of, kind of get away with it, and they would still mm-hmm. not talk that specific. They oh, the de- de- the devil's favorite demon, that kind of mm-hmm. like whatever. That's vague enough. Yeah, you know, like even Undertaker, the and all the adjectives around like him, but in hell, I thought he was going to dig up her like, bones or something to like. Like he just rubbed the dirt. He didn't go far enough. That's another thing. Like. You're not even going all the way. It, it was the problem with the Adam Rose like game. Totally, it was dumb. Totally, it was stupid. And like, yeah. and AJ drew so much attention to how dumb it was, which oh, is weird yeah, because that. you script you script AJ to say how stupid it all is. He was like, he was like, Randy Orton's not in jail, but you know, you were with me. He oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He get arrested. Yep. Like he got a main event title match. Like this is stupid. And if you if if you if AJ's reasoning is rationale, like. Okay, so the guy who mutilated a corpse on purpose is going to be made of an entitled match. I beat up a guy, and you want to fire me. <laughs> like, it doesn't, like, it genuinely doesn't make sense. And, you want to, and this is a week after um, a guy uh, buried your intercontinental champion under a forklift, which the only, like, only to kill the guy. Like, there's nothing I want to do. You don't incapacitate somebody by putting them under heavy machinery. No. It's not how any of this works. So, no, it, like, AJ's, like, all. levity made so much sense in everything that's going on. Like, all bad. Shout out to my man, uh, Donald Trump. All bad. All bad. Big <laughs> guy. Bad guy. Um... So yeah, um, yeah, Bray Wyatt. Uh, again, I, I still it was out of context. In context, is I know what he's talking about, but I, out of context, is I wasn't sitting there watching the show and it came up organically. Just happened to turn uh-huh. it on and he was in the barn with knee, kneeling over the plotted hair. Yeah. And and I'm just and they're going so low budget on this thing. It's 
just not really like WWE. Anytime they've gone outside the thing, like just think of the graveyard promo, uh, Cena cut on Undertaker. You know, like whether that was a real graveyard or not, like it was, it was, it was big. They they did they panned out and did a wide shot of a, you know, twenty different graves, you know, surrounding him and and it did that whole thing. Like it just seemed to do this all on the cheap, like. The com- again, the idea that he burned his compound down, and it's like, no, he burned a barn down that supposedly had some bones buried under there. But mm-hmm. again, that's not how desecrating bodies really works. And again, they're not going far enough. Like, Bray Wyatt should have been frantic, and if you're going to do this, he's got to be frantic and Digging up that, you know, like <clears throat> with a pickaxe or a shovel himself, digging and digging and digging, and he's scraping with his hands and fingers, and then maybe like, uh, like his he does his filthy dirt caked hands and down his face, so you know then he gets the dirt and mud. Not just let me take this dirt and rub it on my face because I'm crazy. <laughs> this is what a crazy person does, like. No, like, but they're not going to go but so far, which is weird because they went, I think, far enough with the language and the imagery. Like, if you're going to do all that, you might as well start, hey, Jim, shut your mouth. You might as well start, uh, you know, you might as well go go all the way and do some, just, just have them pull the bones out. I don't give a fuck. Pull out an arm and hug it. You know, snap it off the rest, like through the dirt. <laughs> I don't know, like get gross with it, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah, you gotta you gotta break a you gotta break a, a tibia on camera and then lick and then lick the marrow. Oh no See that, that is not, no <laughs> I am not for going that far. That's just absurd. I'm not I, neither am I, but he I I you the viper. You the viper <laughs> lick the marrow <laughs> get it in. Yeah, but it's that's that whole thing is weird. Like they they wanted Bray. It seemed like they wanted Bray in the main event, which I think is fine because again, I like I think his work is good. I think his look is good. I think he's actually like a great physical presence in the ring. I, I really, really, genuinely do. Um, maybe they owed Randy something, like with the with the Brock thing. Maybe they should have wanted Randy there. But like, there's you had when I think about how much time they had to get to this. Because Bray wasn't in the main event and Randy wasn't in the main event. Like, if you knew this coming out of, what, Survivor Series, you had, you know, months and months and months to plan this out. And it just... Well, he joined them in August. So by Survivor Series, he had been with the group for six weeks. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing about it was, like, I don't... The way that Luke Harper left, I don't feel like Randy Orton was responsible for that. You know, like, I don't, there's no real evidence that Randy Orton is the one that got rid of his family, other than the compound thing. Like, being jealous that Randy's there is a thing, but it's just, it hasn't been explained great. Like, I don't feel like Bray Wyatt has this, this mighty reason to just want to eliminate Randy Orton, because you talked about how the thing even made him stronger. Like, it, it's dumb. It's all dumb. It's probably going to be a good match. Um, and and, and to, to to speak to that end, like rewatching Orton Styles, man, that was good. That really was good. 
and whew, I just don't. Uh, AJ really drew the short straw for being like the big drink because <laughs> he's he's doing so well and he's carrying really so good, much uh, of what they've been doing. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. It's rough, man. It's big drink, and even, short straw. Yeah, even. Like, the way they got to him fighting Shane was dumb, but he was so good at everything he did last night at getting there. Like, he was so good at it. And he's going to do all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, we saw that part, too. Shane... He, or he, he around to it. He jumped the shit out of him. Yeah. He put his head through the Even though they pulled the, the super dumb thing. Did you see the – oh, you didn't, you haven't seen it, like, from, from – look, from every angle, which is a stupid way to put it. Because, of course, they show in, in the in the car – View of AJ putting Shane's head through the window. Oh, come on. And I don't mean like, I don't mean from the car, like from the dashboard. I mean a camera from the back seat showing showing Shane's head going through the rear driver's side window. How? Why? Why is there a camera? In the very back, so unnecessary. Yeah, and somebody said it. It it was like it's like the POV cam when uh, when Triple H or when Rikishi ran over Stone Cold. Why is there a POV camera? (laughs) When Rikishi ran over Stone Cold, there was a Survivor Series ninety nine. There was a POV. Yeah, I don't know if they if they were referencing something that actually existed or if they were like just making an equivalence. But yes, it was that stupid. <laughs> a POV camera with Stone Cold got hit. I hope that's not real. I really do. I mean, it's just it's one of those things that's like, them. well, it has to be. It's so easy to, to you know, just click, click, click. Oh, hey, look at that. There's the, the angle. Mm-hmm. I think... Th- Wait, I'm trying to think. There was there a, like a camera inside, like the POV of Rikishi. Mm. I think that was anyway. Who cares? That's fine. <laughs> Get off on that. Um, all right, let's open things up here a bit. Talk to some folks. I'm in here. Yeah, no, I'm not in Philly. That's that's the idea, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta be a jerk. Um, all right, let's uh, open things up. Let's uh, start with uh, our good friend in North Jersey and uh, talk to Kylan. Kylan, what's going oh, on? Not much, Travis. How are you and Sam doing this week? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, man. Doing okay. That's great, though. My question for this week, or at least my initial one, concerns the Raw Tag Team Championship. And... This this will be in two parts. Part one, will Luke Gallows 
Raw Tag Team Titles to Enzo and Cass at WrestleMania. And if not, will will they potentially lose to the Hardys since just confirmed yesterday that their Ring of Honor contracts are indeed short-term deals. Okay. Can I, so can we can we segue that conversation just a little bit? Yo, fuck TNA. Can, can I say that, Kylan? Because you and I had a conversation, um, of course, like when you called yeah, into the show, out. about yeah, about how you know TNA, like what they would be, and if I felt good about new management. Yo, so from my understanding, TNA called and issued a cease and desist on Ring, on Ring of Honor pay per view, saying that they own the intellectual property to Broken Matt Hardy and Brother Nero. Like, that's some why? nerve. That's some absolute why nerve. Like, like clearly, this is all from what we understand. And granted, I, I'll admit I don't know everything, but I think it's pretty right. consensus that this is Matt Hardy's child. And absolutely, and and, 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 let's, and, let's and his say, Matt Hardy's money. Exactly, that's my point. Let's say Matt Hardy didn't come up with it entirely. Matt Hardy put that money up. For them to even have that on their TNA to generate, or to have that on their TV to generate ratings. So, <clears throat> I, I don't know if. And look, here's my issue, Kylan. The reason I wouldn't say Matt and Jeff Hardy, if Matt and Jeff Hardy can't play some semblance of the broken characters, I don't think they're going to be in WWE right away. Because I think that's kind of a selling point of them right now. Um, and they're, they're super good at it. You know, for, for whether you like it or you don't like it, um, so them maybe not being able to do that without jumping through a few legal hoops. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to be the team now. I think it's interesting that you didn't even include Cesaro and Sheamus in, in the equation for uh, for WrestleMania, as far as uh, as far as them possibly losing the straps to them. Um, I would say they're going to lose to Enzo and Cass because I, I don't know. There's not a whole lot of genuine, like, face-heel matchups. I think that's a feel-good matchup. I think they keep giving Enzo and Cash shots, so I do think, like, this is the crown, the crowning of, of them. I think this is their time. Um, so, yeah, really? I, I do think that's what's coming. I, I do. Um, and that's not speaking to how how much I think of them as a team right now, but I do think, yeah, it's it's the time for that to happen because I don't see any other tag teams right now coming up in the pipe, especially since New Day is occupied at this point. Okay. What, what are you thinking? Yeah, I I don't think uh, Matt and Jeff are coming over anytime soon. Uh, I think they have a a good thing going, and if this is the the last big you know, cash out, you want to drive that price, you know, that price up. So you're eyeing, if you're Matt and Jeff, you're eyeing next year's WrestleMania and this year's SummerSlam. But I would I would, I would assume. Because mm-hmm. uh, you, you want to, you, they want to give off the, want to give off the idea that they're fine doing what they're doing, making all their money, selling, yep. 500 
fuck that Al T-shirt in you know a day, yep. making ten grand just from a, a Twitter rant. And Real. Uh, you know, like no, we're cool. And then them going, well, how about this? How about this? Oh, how about okay? You can be, you can be broken, whatever, and still, and we don't own that. Like we get it. That's fine. Bring that over. And we'll give you top program and top money. So it's not. I don't think it's going to be for WrestleMania, obviously, or you know, it, that's pretty damn obvious. But I don't think it's going to be yeah. like for you know any of the, the spring, spring, some early summer pay per views either. Yeah, I think the earliest they come in is SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'd also think that there's there's some. You know, in this day and age, you don't bring guys in that soon to do that much, even if they're familiar with your style, your, uh, you know, expectations, you know, all that. And plus, yeah, I think especially with, uh, you know, with a Jeff Hardy being in the mix, Colin, I think there's um, we got to know that you're good to go. And so we can't just throw you in, in the top of everything that we're doing. We need some time to make sure that you're uh, – that you can handle this pace, that you can handle, um, you know, our, our demands as far as being yeah. a standing citizen. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think that you, you bring people in, um, you know, in 30 days to be that high up on, on your television and on your card. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you think if if Jeff went in with a mindset of, I want to, you know, you know, do a year, say SummerSlam to SummerSlam or whatever, just – like I'm not, you know, at least full schedule. Like, okay, I'm gonna go hard for a year, make all all the towns, all the all or most of the house shows. Now, can he will like mentally? Can his body even do that? You know, Jeff's like 38 yeah. now. He's older than us, or me, I should say. You know, he's maybe almost 40. Matt's definitely 40. Right? You know how it works? Is Matt older? Yeah. So, yeah, can they come back and be on, you know, not about, hey, can you handle it with, you know, your drug issues and your and your demons, uh, but can you, yeah, are you going to be four months in and just worn the fuck out because you've wrestled, you know, 40 matches in, you know, 60 days? Yep. I doubt they would. I just don't. They just have too. They're too. It's so. Yeah. It's so. It's, they they wouldn't come so, in even if they did bring it in. They're not going to be on wrestling all like that. Like that. That would uh-huh. make them. Yeah. It'd be interesting. I mean, I'm I'm rooting for it. I'd like to see them get one uh, one final run. And if it's got to be as as a team, I never thought I'd want to see them as a team again. Yeah, you know, like the Hardy Boys, I always I thought up oh, that's that's it. I'm either gonna like it's either Matt or Je- you know Jeff, but you know, getting them back, uh, <laughs> smack the kale chip right out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, Kylan, uh, anything else for us? Ah, yes. uh, yeah. My second question is on Jack Swagger. Mm-hmm. Since Jack has indicated that he would like to continue 
wrestling and leaps for the foreseeable future, which place do you believe is more likely to end up in? Impact, Ring of Honor, or New Japan? Uh, hmm. I, I don't think he'd go to go to uh, Impact for real, for real. Just I just think he. I, I mean, of course, he knows how they're what they're looked at. He knows what the shit that gets talked about him probably in his in the locker rooms and on the road and stuff. So the only thing you've ever heard bad about him is he caught a weed case one time. You know, like right. And I think what he got in trouble in the and locker room, like one, so not paying attention. Yeah. So like, there's no there's no indication that he's a quote unquote bad guy, or that he's like hurting for money. Like you could really see him not wrestling anymore, and really like sitting down somewhere. Well, he because, says, you know, you the, get, the point is, he says he wants, he says he's going to keep wrestling. He says it's, okay. he's, it's not well, over. If I, and what's bad is, okay, with that being the case, I would. But that's kind of that's just part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I would absolutely. I don't think DNA so. I think he's more. He I don't. I don't think he's a guy that's going to leave his leave his his fam, his country, and go to Japan and do that. I don't think he would necessarily mm-hmm. fit over there. But I think Ring of Honor is he, could take is he him. too big for and, all weights? Like when I think of him, I think of his size. And after there aren't no, any weights you're in not ROH, watching ROH, but I'm kind of like. I have the that guy that carries the beer can, the beer keg, and his buddy. They're giant, or you know, big fat okay. guys, big tall fat guys. Um, mm-hmm. They've got all kinds of people. They got the guy that yeah. was feeding with. Uh, also, yeah. You know, with that being the case, like I've I've spoken a lot about how good I think he is, and about how like you yeah, can go watch what a ring of honor would do, bringing him in. Like we're going to bring the real Jack Swagger back, or Jack Hagstrom yeah, back. Yeah, we're going to bring Jake Hager. Yeah, Jake Hager coming. Yeah, yeah, and he's gonna like. And I just think he could come through. I mean, I don't know if they want to go as corny as you know, come through with the amateur ear thing, you know, the ear mm-hmm. ear things that they wear, but just serious wrestling athlete. Those mm-hmm. Ring of Honor fans, and, and it's just a matter of how you want you want to bring him in as a heel or babyface, whatever. How do you think yeah. the Ring of Honor crowd would react to him? You know. Where he's from and and all that and how like me, how they've seen him portrayed and how like, yeah physically as far as wrestling he's better than Cody Rhodes to me and I think Cody Rhodes is really good. But oh as as yeah, wrestling, not a pure I wrestling. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I think like like again if you if you have WWE Network and you're listening to this, go search Jack Swagger John Cena and watch some of those matches. They're really good. Like they they complement each other very well. Uh, he's, he's he's a good guy. Like he's uh, you know, his world title run was dumb. How they set it up and how they ran with it. Even though I think he he did some interesting. I mean, it started out like okay. It wasn't terrible yeah. to start. I mean, the stuff with his daddy. You know, that's when he got like yeah. The now like the the eagle, that of the American bald eagle. That that was my my deal. But no, he's so so, so with all that said. Like if we're and I'm I'm willing to say maybe he wouldn't go to TNA based on how TNA is Randy, even though they're gonna cut that check. But yeah, like I, him and ROH would be good. But I I think him not going to Japan, I think that was an interesting observation from you, as far as like leaving his family and all that. But uh, now nah, if I, have, I that was my wife, I wouldn't him. leave either. Go sit down right here. Yeah, I just don't. Uh, 
then again, I don't think that would be a fit, like a good fit. Like he'd just be, he'd want to wrestle. They'd want to like drop him on his fucking back of his neck. I mean, I, I, I'm, and I'm, I, I really have no point business saying any of this because I don't watch Japanese wrestling in W, and you know New Japan or any of it. So I, I'm just going by what I think instinctually how he would fit or not fit. So I don't, I still mm-hmm. don't think he'd fit, but I really probably don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, there was. Find this uh, this blog I wrote. I think back in 2010 or 09. It was a uh, fuck. Okay, here we go. New blog entries. All right. So when I was doing my my match of the Match of the year or match of the week deal back in uh, you know uh, okay so this is back in '09 February '09 so eight uh, eight years ago um, match of the week was Jack Swagger versus Christian from from ECW oh this was my first one actually I couldn't have started my match of the week. Blog on a better week. This past week, Christian challenged ECW champion Jack Swagger for his title. This was Christian's first high-profile match since returning to WWE one month ago. What was that, when he came from T- back from TNA? I guess. Uh, this match solidified Swagger as not only the top prospect in the company, but as a very credible in-ring threat. Christian put on a better performance in 22 minutes of action with Swagger than he showed in almost his entire three-year run with TNA. Uh, as good as Christian was in his match, his third gear and higher pace was in, an incredible selling. This match was all about Jack Swagger. In typical Swagger matches, he's allowed to actually wrestle for maybe first two minutes of his matches, then usually starts with the kicks and punches and power offense almost exclusively. This match was different. The psychology was fantastic, and Jack went back to his wrestling base over and over again, overwhelming Christian at times. Uh, the build for this match was average at best, but the execution was absolutely spot on. Hopefully management sees this as an opportunity to have credible, clean finishes that make both winner and losers look better after the match than they did going in. This match could have easily seen Swagger use some wonky means to get a win, uh, but they let the action speak for itself. Uh, first runner-up for match of the week, John Cena versus Big Show from SmackDown. Third, Don West turning on Mike today. <laughs> what? That's not a match. Uh, I'll be back next week, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, yeah, man. Christian was, or, or, or Swagger was, you know, top's prospect. Man, god damn, those were the days. I remember wanting to make, didn't, not knowing really what a meme was. It didn't have a name back then. They were probably still calling them May Mays. Um, I wanted to put, you know, Swagger versus Ziggler because they were both, or at least the Ziggler character was new. Um, and, uh, oops. Uh, the Swagger character, or the Ziggler character was new, and I, I swore, I was like, these two are going to main event WrestleMania in the next five to ten years. You know, and here we are eight years later, and that ain't gonna happen. That ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> so, 
anyway. Dolph Ziggler is going to wrestle a guy at WrestleMania that may never be as high on the card as he was. And he was never all the way up the card. Who's he wrestling at WrestleMania? That's, well, probably Cruz, I guess. I assume. Oh. For what? But they're probably, what, they're probably Andre Battle Royal guys, you think? Yeah, Cruz is, oh, that's right. Cruz is the, already, he was the second guy to announce himself. Yeah, he declared himself, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, other match? Yeah, like that. Like, we need more matches. Help somebody else. Let's bring bring Darrell into the conversation. Uh, Darrell, what's going on? What's going on, Trav? What's going on, Cam? How y'all doing today? Oh, you know, man. Doing, Doing just fine. Okay, that's that's quite swell right now. Quite swell. <laughs> I thought I thought um Trav was gonna put some evil on me today. It's gonna say chill out, Ricky Bobby. Shout out to uh, who is that that gets a kick out of that? I think it's uh Mark. Who who, who enjoys uh Mark from uh from uh that's the foreign place? Yes. Um, enjoys because he didn't get he didn't know the references from uh, Talladega Nights, so he gets a that tickles him apparently. That makes me happy. Okay. <laughs> <Where are you? laughs> uh, yeah, no, he wasn't uh, slandering anybody's good name. Uh, coming up with cons- uh, him you him know, Shahid, him or, right now. Oh, I saw nobody's name about some, Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, oh. I was doing shit today, so I couldn't pay attention to this, you know, nonsense. Get me oh, out of here. Don't I worry about that. that. Don't worry <laughs> about that, man. That ain't nothing. That wasn't nothing. Cam, um, put the booster peel up. <laughs> put the booster who? But nah, put the booster peel up. That's that old school, oh, yeah. early nineties, two thousand. Yeah. Booster peel. Slap who? Slap my hand. The baddest man. Slap my hand first. <laughs> Y'all got that <laughs> But no man I don't slander nobody's name I don't try I don't, don't call it slander You know so no, I'm I'm about Roman Reigns. I'm uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know Humans uh, You know Fantasy characters Comic characters is Somebody's names Getting slandered mm-hmm. by it Avatars <laughs> Placeholders Yeah Oh man <sighs> Man they, they say, man, when you, you know, when you when you when you start stating truth and people can't debunk them, that's when they start getting um, feeling hurt and stuff like that. So, now I ain't say like, that, uh, I ain't uh, say nothing that was was wrong. No, Darrell, we had like, uh, like how they about to get rid of uh, like how they they about to get rid of all the young uh, the young the new characters that came out in the last two years in Marvel and all. Of, you did do that, Darrell. That was you. Yeah. You personally did that. Oh yeah, I said that. I just said I just <laughs> said when it was reported. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say it as absolute. Travis came. Uh, Travis came by yesterday evening so we can do the flash thing. And uh, my brother is in the uh, living room with us, and he basically says, like he asked Travis, kind of in a roundabout way. So Travis, what do you think about the flat Earth theory? And I almost killed my brother. So it was the no, 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 no. He goes, he goes. Do you think the Earth is round? 
Okay. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, it, like a sphere? And, and, Round like a ball? Like a sphere? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like, I was so mad at Travis. Like, I didn't know who I wanted to kill first. I, I don't know if I was mad at my brother for trying it. <laughs> I just couldn't. Or for Travis for like, engaging him. That's the problem, though. Like, cause I, and I knew from, pers- from experience that day we hung out, I came through, this was like, I don't know, two months ago, and he, mm. he needed a job. Oh, it was before Christmas because we went to the polo store, like, looking for, like, Christmas stuff, and he needed a mm. jump. And it was, so, yeah. Uh, and we get back to the crib. We busting up some tacos or some shit. And we end up talking about, talking about dinosaurs and, and like, you know, sure, these dinosaurs are real, really existed and all this. And then, yeah, so I already knew, like, you know, but I just couldn't, you know, man, I can't. Yep. Like, and he, he asked the right <laughs> one, and I immediately was like, dog, don't do it. Dog, please don't do it. Just don't. We was all, I was already late, so we were already 10, 15 minutes behind on Flash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we had to pause. <laughs> And oh, stopped the talk for another like, 10, 15 minutes. We ended up finishing the show at like 8.40 because we had to talk about this. It wasn't great. <laughs> it was not great. I just got a question about that. Oh, oh, flat. oh, my bad, my bad. But I was going to say, I was going to ask him, okay, so if it's a flat earth, what happened when the when the, when the the dinosaur killing asteroid came? And then I was like, wait, he don't believe dinosaurs were not the right one. And yep. I found out he's not sure if asteroids and shit are real. Like, I, I don't know what to, like, what? Nope. Like, I don't know what to, uh, like, gee. And that's I, why you just, you say, And because like, he'll say, oh, well, yeah. have you seen an asteroid? It's like, well, no. And you got to say, like, so you're, you you're counting on someone else to know what an asteroid is to tell you that asteroids nope. are real. Mm-hmm. So there's some, there's a chance, right? <laughs> I've, you know no. what else I've never seen? I've never seen North Dakota. I'm pretty sure it exists. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm pretty sure it's there in <laughs> Fargo and all those propaganda. That were yeah. all those movies and stuff isn't just propaganda. Yeah, everything north of Wyoming doesn't just not exist. That wasn't made to make me think I would put more miles in my car if I went further when the car would actually explode once I got past Laramie. I wasn't aware that that's how we were living out here. Jesus. <laughs> I'm out. I'm gonna go I hope he's in the living room. Gotta gotta square up right now. <laughs> wow. Mm. All right. Where I live. Anyway, I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand. My question to y'all would if if the earth was flat and you started at one point and you kept straight, could you get back to the the point that you started from? Because you would have to take a curve, right, to get back to it. I mean, didn't didn't somebody travel all the way? Did they flew up, they flew the plane all the way around the world. That happened. Yeah. And they they didn't do all four. Started at one point and got back to the same Listen, point. Yeah. I love a but good I, conspiracy, right? Like I like anybody that's known me for any you know especially in the tw- from twenty 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 ten to twenty thirteen, you know, um, I love me a good conspiracy. But the idea of a conspiracy is to keep as few people in on the thing as possible. Like you just can't have a conspiracy. I mean, you can. It's, I mean, the military has conspiracies all the time, and they're a giant organization. They just compartmentalize, need to know all that kind of stuff. But ideally, the idea is to keep as few people in on the actual end game as possible. So pilots, NASA people, military jet fighters and all those guys, like, 
why aren't they like coming back like yo let me tell you on this youtube video i'm gonna risk my you know rank in my life possibly to tell well here's some footage i don't i don't and and to what means like if you want to like conspiracy like okay the conspiracy it's really a thing that happened i don't give a fuck what you say you know uh reagan flooded reagan cia flooded black communities with crack and this new drug and you know, but it was for what? To fund a secret war. Yeah. Like, there was a reason. There's a reason. Like, I brought up fluoride. Like, well, there's a reason they put hexafluorosilic acid in your water. Because they need a place to dump their waste. Like, there's a reason. There's a mo- typically monetary. So what's the reason to keep the planet stupid about the pl- fact that it's a, a disc and not a ball? Like, where's the monetary gain? Where's anything? <laughs> we just know. And, and, They're just yeah. stupid. And we and did all when I wanted again. to finally, when I wanted to finally kill my brother, is when he said, like in response to us talking about the flat Earth, he was basically like, "Well, then why, why were black people enslaved?" And Travis and I just looked at each other. We we're like, "No, there's a very firm reason." <laughs> this, this, this entire history. Oh right, everybody got rich why. off of it. That's why I was cool yeah, with everybody. That's why money. such horrible things were able to happen to human beings. Yeah. You know, and. You know, a couple hundred years yeah. ago, and people, the entire world looked the other way because the entire world was fucking cashing in, getting getting cake, get to the bread. So yeah, he. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, we just gonna heart, build some countries. He, just, he pushed all the buttons, all the buttons last night. <laughs> Again, and, and, my, and the my, worst my, part my is, but they're like, just. They're not yeah, backed up in, by anything. Like typically, yeah. con- con- conspiracy kooks that you might argue with. They've typically, usually, usually done more than just watch a few videos on YouTube the day before. Yeah. Like, they've had like, weeks at least to, like, study up on the thing. Not, like, yeah. a day and they finally heard something and what. Yeah, that was the part. Like, what? Like, you, yeah. you came up with this, like, yesterday. You haven't even had a chance yeah. to, like, test your own, like, nonsense theories or whatever. And, and Darrell, my lady's a science teacher. And so I'm just like... I'm looking at my brother, like, I understand you might have this, like, this great idea about things. What you're not going to do is disrespect her degree by just saying we don't know. Like, no. She knows. Yeah. She studied. Nobody knows. She did, no she did the math. Like, you, you and, and her, bless her heart. Fake for news being, numbers like, check she out. She didn't take it like that. Yeah, she, like, she didn't take it like that. And I was like, no, you should be offended. This should make you mad. She can't say that to you. Not to you. It, it, to was, it was all fake news. It was, it was all. all it was, and I was like, "Why are you acknowledging him? Just, just, just don't talk about it. We can act like it didn't happen. We just be quiet." But okay, let's, Darrell, let's talk some wrestling, man. I'm, I'm getting worked up again. My light skin <laughs> blood is boiling. I might turn. Oh me. man. Well, um, I wanted to go back to um, what was in the headline, and per, really pertaining to that um, Bray and Randy Orton whole debacle of a match. One thing y'all mm. didn't say. Is how they didn't since these two been interacting, they haven't brought up the title or made the title seem important. We already know Bray Wyatt never in his whole time talked about ever getting the title until right right before they put him in the elimination chamber and stuff like that, so they can set up this with Randy Orton. Um, hey Darrell, I don't really know you. You've never really done anything to me. But I want to take everything from you because I'm a good person. <laughs> and you're a bad person. So, but I want to take everything from you. Like that's what Randy Orton is saying. I want to take everything that you have. Why? 
what I do to you. But it, like, because you beat it was me stupid, up a bunch of times out, last fall. You couldn't beat the week, Bray Wyatt, but then you turned out and made him stronger. You First of all, yep. you came in the family. They weren't winning before you came in. Then you started winning with him. You brought him title. You just let him get a world title. And now you done burnt down his so-called compound and made him even stronger when now he wanted to play blackface. Like, <laughs> the whole story was stupid. And again, I, I say Randy you, Orton is as dumb as possible. I want you to win the title, though. Like, I want you to have your greatest professional success, be at the height of your powers, narrow down your followers to only the strong ones, for me to take it from you is what I want because I'm a babyface and people should cheer me. Fucking stupid. Like I'm, I came, I I came on here talking to you guys and said this is stupid. Ugh. And it's going to be a good wrestling match. Like I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from that. It's going to be good, but it's stupid. Whoever's writing this is not okay. doing a good job. Whoever paced it is doing not doing a good job. Like this is stupid. Ugh. And it's gonna be <laughs> this is like the main event of hour one. And that's a shame. Because AJ versus anybody else, arguably, is it's not the last match, but you you can make the argument for it. Ugh. I still say this was a, a plan to sabotage SmackDown since after the brand split, they were considerably the better show. And this past month, month and a half, they've been killing the show slowly but sh- surely. I'm not saying that that's a, not I, true, I, I, or I am saying that that's not true. I don't think that the outcome is false. Like SmackDown has slid a little bit and taken a bit of a backseat. Uh, to stuff the last, you know, month, you know, building up to to Fastlane and, and WrestleMania, but I don't, I just don't think it was thought out like two months ago. Like, okay, we're going to, we're going to weaken one thing. They might have said, look, we're going to put more of a focus on Raw, but I doubt the mindset was <laughs> we're going to weaken SmackDown. I just did not hear a lot of things. Trial. Then I ask you this: After um, Undertaker came out and cut that promo about uh, WrestleMania don't define him, and SmackDown is his home, have you been on? Have you been back to SmackDown since cutting that promo? Who? <laughs> and he's supposed to be their legacy guy. They're Brock Lesnar or Goldberg or whatever. Who? Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker. Oh, fuck no. I was mad about that back in January. He said he came out in November and Survivor Series was all SmackDown up. And then once Rumble came around, he's like, I go where I want. And, he's, you know, they were like, well, all right, I guess Taker does what he wants. Now he's on Raw. He said, that was way more than two months out <laughs> that they did that. Yeah. And look at yeah. look at WrestleMania. Well, it's because all you know, the big matches uh, I mean, Raw. you have to go. Have to acknowledge that it's like well because they're setting something up for two months three months down the line, so they can't you know. But I just wish they would have went through that. I wish they would have uh, like like at the sake of or at the at sacrificing Taker being able to go. I do what I want and go where I want. You know, just actually just have something official worked out. Where 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 there's a scene where. Um, where Shane and Stephanie's like, where Shane's just needling Stephanie about how, 
you know, oh, so you want to come and get one of our talents to make your show better. Like, okay, but, you know, we're getting this. this. Don't be, be vague. We're getting this, this, and this. And, you know, and then that could pay off maybe in the draft if they're going to do one come May or something. And SmackDown gets the advantage this time instead of Raw because they're bigger, you know, hour-longer show. And they're like, well, Stephanie had to, to, to get the use of Undertaker for three months during at the build of WrestleMania. Stephanie had to give up some stuff. And we're finding out that's this. And Raw gets, or SmackDown gets, you know, higher position, whatever. You know, just something better. Or, or a, a trade and they don't have to give nothing back. Or something. Whatever. I remember the argument in some places a few months ago, a while back was which title was going to do the job, which world title was going to do the job at Mania. Was it Raw title going to go on first or be the first um, match out, or was it the SmackDown title? And for months, especially when AJ was holding it, people thought that that match could be one of the last two matches to go on. And now when you look at it, you don't even know. If you just didn't know that Bray Wyatt was the champion, you didn't even think that the um, SmackDown title was going to be on Mania. If you're somebody who just jumping into the story and looking at it how it is. Yep. Yeah. Not a great show. Just a so Willis said he talked to Road Dog yesterday and got some insight on Raw and SmackDown. Because I'm sure Road Dog spilled the, I'm trying to get paid, baby. I'm trying to get this money. Spilled the, spilled the beans to, you know, Guy that popped up out the damn, uh, you know, lunch conveyor belt or whatever. What is, what is <laughs> camera phone. And my uh, last thing to leave you guys with it w- will be this. Um, my whole thing to go back to even to Ross. My whole thing is why I thought putting the title on, on Goldberg and having Goldberg versus Brock be the marquee match was the wrong thing and decision for it all because right now um, the WWE, they do two things very bad. Building a new star and doing easy good because they make it easy look hard because easy money would have been Taker versus John Cena. Easy money. After what you did with Brock versus Goldberg, the easy money is just having uh, just hyping up the match and saying that Goldberg, um, that Brock can't beat Goldberg. You don't have to put the title on there. When people say, well, right. it boosts the title up or whatever, or bring more bias, you're talking about something that you got to go off of numbers, and you don't get those numbers to after Mania. So you can't really say that because that's something that you don't know. Uh, you don't know how much that'll draw. So you just assume it. And building this show around something that's just coming up out of the blue, you're killing all the stories that you've been telling the whole year. And you're rushing stories just like what you get with Bray Wyatt and Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, where people in their mind came up with a story, but when they put them two guys together, it actually wasn't no story. Like Cam said, Randy wasn't the reason why Luke Harper left. Luke Harper left because little brother came in and got more love than me. So I'm pissed. So you're killing all these stories, and now you got to rush these one-night stories for when they'll be over after WrestleMania 
and they don't lead to nowhere. When is it wrong in today's thinking with WWE for the <clears throat> WrestleMania, the name of WrestleMania already big and huge, using that name to build a new stars where the story would cultivate at the end and, and hopefully by the end of WrestleMania, you don't build one or two new stars and being known as the place where stars are born. Isn't that how Shawn Michael got the name Mr. WrestleMania? Because when he came up to get into WrestleMania, he performed and he showed up. Right. He typically had the best match on, the, on that card. Or close yeah, to for it. a stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what any other sport do. They championship game. The title game is where stars are solidified. You can be a superstar during the year, but to be considered a great star, you got to perform in the finals, in the Super Bowl, um, Stanley Cup, whatever. That's why Tom Brady, in my eyes, is the GOAT, because when you get him in, <laughs> in the Super Bowl, he come back, he performs. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, you get him in the finals, he performs. Michael Jordan, perform. Yeah. Carmelo, get there. Don't perform. Well, that's why that's why John Stockton is in a uh, all-time great point guard. Where did Josh Mustachio? Where's your rings at, John Stockton? You hiding them in your short shorts? Damn. I'm not saying that for Josh. John Stockton's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Stockton was my man. John Stockton, all-time all great. Than he was great. But he it's might, a special room that he won't be in. He's not Jason Kidd, though. Word to Josh Mustachio. He's not Jason Kidd, though. Jason Kidd got a ring. He do? Yep. Yep. Uh, Dallas. <laughs> well, he lost two with, with New Jersey. I was about to say, he's the perfect he, comp, comp, comp comparison to Josh Doctor. They both lost two titles to to the prominent uh, guy of the of the of the of the time. He was the so team that beat the Heatles. He beat the Heatles. He was with Dirk. When they beat the Heatles, LeBron bossed away. The Heatles, that's what they used to call themselves back when they first yep. joined. Back when it was the, the, big, the three of them. What oh, the fucking Heat. Oh. Like, fuck. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, all right. So what? Stockton's still the man. No, Stockton. Yeah. Uh, uh, all yeah, he good. He hit. But, hey, get a ring, point guard. Get a ring, point guard. Some bounce passes. Mm, fundamentals. I hate. The argument that they didn't win a ring because Jordan was there. Guess what? Jordan, you you played more than six years. John Stockton and Carl Malone. You didn't yep. stop playing. Uh, you didn't play the six years Jordan played. Yeah, well, I mean, they ran up against him twice back to back and lost back to back. That's okay. I mean, that's yeah, but yeah, but you you played more often than that. Like you right, like we were on ninety four ninety five when when Houston got it yeah. when Mike wasn't exactly. around. <laughs> Exactly. Hell, what y'all doing in the '80s? '85. They was, huh? Mike been in the league since '85. He was getting thrashed on in them '80s. <laughs> Ask Isaiah Thomas then. Man. They were thrashing on him, so you know everybody can do it. Anybody can do it. It just when you compare John Stockton to somebody like Isaiah Thomas. He'd be like, man, look at my rings and get up out my face. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm in another I guess room. Ultimately, if that's like your 
if that's the ultimate, then yeah, I guess you have nothing to say. Like, well, yeah, well, what else can you, you know, you can make arguments about stats and well, he had this and his points were better and he had more steals this year. And then they go hold up their two fang two rings or whatever, and you, the fuck, okay. What's the point of His stats don't always last. Ask Dan Marino; he owns all the stats. I'm just talking about around. comparing two people. Like you said. Oh, yeah, I understand. And, but my point is, if all that arguing stats about the, comparing these two and their run, and, and then you just get to go, well, look at these two rings, I, well, okay. What, what was the point of even engaging? So, All right, speaking of engaging, we're going to disengage, and we lost Cam again, so we'll try to find him. So, All right, man. All right, peace out. Talk to you. Uh, let's, uh, there he is. Hey, I'm back. in a bad I'm spot or something? Nah, I don't know what's going on. I think it's just my face hitting the phone. But I'm back. Hmm. All right, let's, uh... Take it out west. You know what? You know what? Who we take it out west? Okay, wait. How many two for Wednesday, Thursday? Oh, I was trying here. I was trying to eavesdrop. Uh, let's go to 310. I don't know who or what or where they're from. 310, who's this? Where what are you from? Up? How's it going? This is Tom from uh, Los Angeles. How you doing? What's up, Tom? Hey, no long time, no talk. Yeah, man. I know. Been forever. How you guys? Yeah. How's everything going? Oh, you know, I'm doing going. Well. Going, yeah. Well, I was just uh, paying attention to that last last, last call. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, the one topic that I wanted to talk about is just I feel like Vince McMahon makes so much more sense to me now that I've seen Donald Trump as the president of the United States. I just feel Funny like how that works, isn't it? Every, Funny I how that feel works. like everything that we ever thought about Vince McMahon but just thought this is too ridiculous to possibly be true is true. Because mm-hmm. uh, I just feel like they're the same person. So, like, every time you think of, like, how could they possibly have Charlotte lose her streak on Fastlane after building it up for 18 months? How could they ruin uh, a debut? Why would they um, pull the title off of AJ Styles to have a feud with Randy Orton and a fat version of Captain Jack Sparrow? Like, well, just, damn. I mean, hey, hey, but we're not like, going to do. We're not going to disrespect Bray Wyatt like that. Okay, I hear you, but. Okay. <laughs> It all seems to make so much more sense now. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I, w- I was just going to call it an echo. Just WrestleMania seemed – there were just so many matches, like, like if – if you would have told me a month ago that it was possible to mess up the Owens-Jericho match that would eventually come, especially after that breakup, especially after that, that, that scene that was so perfect with Owens turning on, Jer- on, on, on Jericho, 
they just kind of neutered that program for no reason. Like that that program really, I think, needed the title. Um, and then you put well, Goldberg in. Whoops, Goldberg. I mean, they've yeah, it has the U.S. But I mean, they've like they've booked Goldberg so well. So I don't I don't want to. I mean, they've they've done that about as perfectly as you could possibly book anyone. So I don't want to hold that against them, but then you put him against Owens, and you put yourself in a situation where, I mean, you know you can't have Goldberg go 10 to 15 minutes, but what you're going to have is you, you create a story that just doesn't make sense. Like, why would Owens have turned on Jericho if he didn't know for a fact that Triple H was going to have Samoa Joe run in and help him beat Goldberg? Like, there's just, like, so many story and plot line holes that just constantly... Mm-hmm. You have to sit there and be like, God, do they think we're just morons? Do they just, like, consistently think we're stupid? Yeah, um, and do. so, like, they kind of they, they took that program that seemed to me like it can't miss, and now it's like a weird middle-of-the-card U.S. title match. So I'm sure at the show will still be very over because I think the fans mm-hmm. that will be there will appreciate it, but, like... That's their match, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just is it, it doesn't mean as much when you look at it, and then I couldn't agree more with just like the reigns undertaker thing like you know they're not turning reigns um right. if, if i felt like they were going to turn reigns great but like you know they're not doing it so like given that they're not doing that i mean you either have reigns outright beat undertaker and continue Whoa. to be a baby face which is pretty bad or you have undertaker beat reigns and like it's just a match where neither outcome really makes any sense um and then yeah, Styles and Shane, I just, like, AJ Styles was, and I was kind of skeptical on him. I was kind of an AJ Styles fan, but not nearly the level I am now. Like, I think it's almost un, uh, undisputable that he was, he's been the number one guy in this company in terms of performer and actually promo in, in just the last year. And, like, I guess theoretically, like, Shane is a big match from how, from the company's point of view. But, like, from the actual point of view of wanting to watch it, like, I, right. I don't know. They're not it doing the same like Right. Yeah. So, like, it's nice that they respect him enough, and I'm sure they act, like, in their mind, probably facing Shane is actually a bigger match than the title. But, like, that in and of itself is kind of a problem. I think it's great that you um I think, like the way that you opened with the parallels between Trump and Vince McMahon because this Shane AJ match is basically him saying why wouldn't we promote my my wife's jewelry it's great like why why wouldn't people want to wear this it's my wife's jewelry it's fantastic like that's who Shane is Shane's the jewelry you know um it, what's interesting to me and I know you talked about like like you realizing there are parallels I think the thing that got me looking back on it is the parents' television council thing, uh, where they brought in right to right to censor, because as a kid, like I don't know exactly what that's referencing. But years later, it's like these people, and I don't know if you saw this thing with Donald Trump and Snoop Dogg this morning, but these two people who are old and rich and white and untouchable are two of the most sensitive people around, and feel the need to defend things that don't need to be defended. We realize you aren't great people; yeah. just get money. But they, they feel the need to bolster this public image that just doesn't exist. Like, um, again, my, my man, my, Travis's good friend and my play uncle, Bruce Mitchell, 
basically like was the whole month of February was like, why aren't any non-black people talking about the importance of black people in history in February on TV? Like, right? It's almost like they're saying, they yeah, we we know, you know, we don't, they don't care. We don't we actually don't. care, but we're, we're we're we feel obligated to do this. It's we like got to do this. Stephanie's nod. saying, yeah. yeah, it's like Stephanie saying, charity is the next big wave for corporations, and that's how we're all in on charity. You know, it's there's. There's so many things that you can say, but you're so correct. I mean, I think philanthropy is the next big wave in 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 yeah. in, in uh, public relations or some shit. Yeah, as if as if it's like, not well, a decent okay. fucking Well, okay. I mean, yeah, but yeah. shit. <laughs> you, you're, uh, yeah, but um, you know, and with all that said, um, the thing I think about the uh, the Jericho Owens match, I think, and I agree with you, like to a point, like. That match is raised another level because of the title, but I think those guys are making the most out of what they have. Like I, I fully believe that Kevin Owens, and I don't know who wrote him to say it, but credit them or credit him for whoever did that, but him basically saying, no, I can get that title back when I'm good and damn ready, but I want to make you suffer. I want your title. I need that to come off you. Like I applaud them for, for still making that, that part important. Um, like I, I – it's it's funny. I, you have every right to criticize that, and there are definitely things wrong with it. But I, I still think that's probably the strong point of what's going on on Raw, as far as the two of them, like outside of the uh, the Goldberg thing. Now, um, do you remember the movie uh, Angels in the Outfield? You guys remember that? No, is that is that a young guy thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So essentially, Angels in the Outfield. Um, kid is a fan of a baseball team. His dad, oh, his dad was in Kong. I just thought about that. That was a good movie. But his dad's a deadbeat who won't come around. He says, hey, dad, when are you going to be around? And that's like it was uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. His dad says, uh, when the angels win the pennant. So he prays to God that the angels win the pennant. And then angels start to Yeah, it wasn't no Anaheim. Angels, so angels helped them cheat California baseball. Angels. Exactly. And, but the thing was, like, the, the crux of the movie was, yeah, we can help you all the way up until the pennant, but you have to go win that on your own. So heaven can cheat for you and can screw everybody else out of getting here, but championship time, no, we got to go away. That's essentially Triple H and Kevin Owens right now. No, you got you to gotta cut bait on Chris Jericho for as long as he can help you, but I'm not giving you any advice on how to win this Goldberg thing. I got nothing for you on that, and you're going to lose that, and then, you know, you deal with the aftermath. So yeah, it's um I didn't really think about it until you brought it up, but there's there's definitely holes in how he dealt with the whole situation because if I'm gonna help you get this far, like are you saying that it's important that Goldberg beat me and nobody else? Like like why do I need to be here up until Goldberg and when I fight Goldberg you don't have my back during that match? You're not uh barricading the entrance so Chris Jericho can't come out. Like like what's really going on? So yeah, there's there's holes. And, and how they're dealing with this whole thing. And he should be upset that the people who are giving him advice didn't give him the right advice to win that match. But, no, he blames that on Jericho. So, yeah. Well, he's got some credibility and plausibility because because Jericho went and accepted that match, which yeah. is, is mad holds in the first place. Like, well, you could just be like, no, I didn't accept the match. So, No. And what? Well, just don't sign the contract for the match just because Jericho accepted it. Don't. So, but you know that's not how wrestling works. So, yeah, that's fine. Uh, 
Anything else for us, Tom? You still there? Did we lose Tom? Yes, we did. So he did call back. I think that's him. Yo, hey, Tom. Sorry about that. Yeah. I was. I am yeah. driving around, and my, my call just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Agree with everything. What are you on the four, the there, one the one ten headed to headed to the four ten? Four oh five to the one oh one to the six oh one, yeah. <laughs> the one thing they don't over overstate here. No matter no matter how much no matter how much uh, you know what the worst part is? Is like in LA we live up to every stereotype that people talk about. Like we drink green juice, we drive Priuses and the traffic sucks. Like it is actually true. So it's pretty upsetting. Yeah. But um, we, uh, so I guess the, the the one thing that, like, just to build off the whole Trump stuff is just, like, when you take a look backwards at WWE, like, through the years, like, everything that, like, they've kind of, like, lapped off just becomes so much worse. Like, when I think back now on, like, the Mexicool and, like, just, like, the, 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 the blatant corporate shilling whenever they do charity or, like, the original concept for the New Day. Like, I think a lot of people forget that the original New Day concept was literally, like, a racist southern gospel group that was, like, the most Yeah, they were, like, uh, generically, in, like in sweater vests singing gospel. Right. Like, I mean, it just makes everything so much worse. In my mind, like I don't know, like it's it's not that it's it's not that it's made me enjoy the WWE product less, but it does just make it well probably make a lot has. more I mean, sense on some level. A little bit, a little bit, yes. It just makes more sense now. Like when you see these things, you're like, yeah, like I'm exactly what I'm seeing is probably exactly what's happening. Like there's some crazy old white guy in the back who no one can say anything to because. He controls an entire industry, and what he says right. goes, and what he finds funny goes, and what decisions he makes goes, no matter whether they make sense or are consistent with the stories. And if he gets bored with something and moves on to the next thing, then that's what happens. Like, it just it, it does put the whole company in perspective a bit and why NXT is able to exist in such a bubble because he doesn't necessarily – have much to do with it, so it's just a much more normal product based around the wrestling, I think, a lot of us. It's, it's much more similar to, like, call it, like, a, you know, late 80s, early 90s, like, WCW type vibe that was based around wrestling and actually, like, staging fights rather than, I think, a lot of the stuff that we see from the product on a week-to-week yeah. basis, but... I, um, I am I am interested... I, and I think we all are. What is Vince's true, unfiltered um, thoughts of, of, about it about NXT and in its current state and how it's gotten over in the last two years? Like, would he go? You know, yeah. would he be proud of it? Like, oh yeah, we're doing good things in NXT and da, 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 da. you know, like, or would he go? Eh. You know, his first reaction, I bet, would be would be telling. Like, ah, or if he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, NXT, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in that. Yeah. No, I guess it's just, it's such a, it's such an interesting diatribe between the guy, right? Because on one end, he's 
seems very disconnected from his own product and disconnected from like the normal world. But on the other end, he had enough foresight to make sure that when they created their network, that they were creating a Netflix type channel. And like at the time that they were doing that, it wasn't it wasn't a no brainer thing to do to create a streaming only channel. So it's like they do these things that are. You know, I think the one thing you can say about them is that this WrestleMania card, whether it's strong or not, the WrestleMania brand is so strong at this point that we're going to watch it. It makes all of these matches that could be on any pay-per-view seem bigger than they are because of the stage that it's on. So it's like they, 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 they make fundamentally good business decisions, but they don't execute them till the end. They, they just don't, they don't see things to the end. So it's, it's just, interesting to watch because you have a kind of a product that's lagging and not super well thought out surrounded by what seems to be a pretty solidly smart if not crazy sometimes like business mind so I don't know it's a it's a soap opera I mean literally that's why we watch it yep yeah but again, I, I'm a, I, as most people know, I'm a fan of Days of Our Lives. I've been watching for over yeah. well over a decade at this point, and and I get mad at them, and they do super soapy things. But there is a consistency, even I mean, and the writing team changeover. You know, you're almost guaranteed every once a year, every eighteen months, uh, such as. Higley's out, and such and such is from Guiding Light is fuck is in is the new head writer of Days of Our Lives. You know, so they're still consistent. There are people clearly either watching old episodes or being recapped on relationships, twists, turns that happened 12 months ago that you don't want to forget about because you know because they do a better job than pro wrestling has done in the last 10 or 12. You know, in that same time that I've been a fan of Days of Our Lives since, you know, 04, 05, <clears throat> in that same time since uh, wrestling that 10 or 12 years, you know, it's gone the other way. It's paid less attention to detail until it's time for WrestleMania season and specific programs. And then they right. do things with, that may, which is even more frustrating where you go, oh, they're not idiots. They do know how to tell a story and have a beginning, middle, and end and drop a clue here and there to pay off later. You know, why the hell don't they, you know, do that more often? So. Agreed. So, anyway, yeah. I guess I have one other question that's, like, less yeah. dramatic. Um, so, Finn, Finn, Finn Balor is obviously um, – would be able to wrestle a match on the card. I guess my feeling was that they were holding off on him um, being on this card because I expected he would take the place of Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins wasn't able to go in a match. Do you think, since it seems pretty clear that they're going to have Seth Seth Rollins actually on the on on the card, is there room for Balor? It seems like I mean, it seems like he. The only way he'd make sense is if they decided to go him versus Joe, which I don't know is a match you'd want to do since neither of them can lose. But do you feel like he's going to be held off until after a WrestleMania for the? Oh night yeah, after, for sure. Do you think he makes? I, I, I don't think. Camp? I think that's I agree. absolute given. Cam. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I think he's, he's he's a night after guy. Um, like it still makes me wonder what what they're going to do if anything with Nakamura as well. If it's going to be the same case. But, yeah, I, I think he's a night after. I don't think there's any place to really put him. Um, and even Joe, like, 
I could see Joe being an Andre Battle Royal guy just to go in there and win, just to run through everybody. Um, or just be in Triple H's corner for his match and, you know, get to Seth Rollins through machination. But yeah, I don't see uh I don't see Balor on the card. I do not. I could see Balor like in a skybox or something. Mm-hmm. Like at the event and yeah. point him out once or twice. But it makes maybe, sense, but probably not. I mean holding off holding off on him will be good. I guess the weird thing will be is that I mean I would love to see a Lesnar Balor match. I mean are you guys pretty con- con- convinced Lesnar wins at WrestleMania, or do you think maybe they're rethinking that? Uh, no, I think Goldberg wins. You think Goldberg I don't, see, wins? I don't wow. see a point. I don't see a point in Brock winning. It doesn't I mean, even up their yeah. record. He's 0-2. This is it. Why? Just have him go 0-3 and be be the guy. He could never be Goldberg. It doesn't make him any less of a dude or, you know, superstar. Just couldn't beat Goldberg. That could launch his whole summer. Just a rampaging prop who got this giant chip on his shoulder now that he couldn't beat Goldberg. That is that is definitely the one thing that 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 match needs. Right, is a rampaging Lesnar. Like Heyman, I love Heyman. He's amazing. But like, how many times can we see Heyman show up to Raw and make the same promo for a for a match? Right, like. Ideally, well, I, mean, I know they have contract issues, but like Lesnar should have been running through the whole roster leading up to this match. Basically, like exactly what you're saying. The only thing he can't do is beat Lesnar. I mean, is, is is beat Goldberg, but he can kill anyone else. And right now, it's yeah, like I don't want him running seen Brock twice. I get it, but like run through enough people that like. We get like right now the only thing we've seen of Lesnar in the last what four months is him getting beaten by Goldberg in ten seconds and him getting thrown out of the Royal Rumble by Goldberg in ten seconds. So I think just I know you don't want to kill like Rollins and Reigns, but you know there there's another layer of people that he could have been killing. Yeah, but do you want to waste dates for him to, you know, throw Jinder Mahal yeah, around? I, <laughs> I mean, because you know you, you don't, don't need to. Lesnar against I mean, Mahal? you don't. <laughs> huh? I said you don't want to see Lesnar against uh, 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 that that match. I think that's a Not mighty match. Uh, Jinder versus uh, uh, Lesnar. You can headline. You know what? Headline, uh, uh, fast don't, lane with that. Don't stop my my damn intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> now I'd like to see him and Rusev in a real in a real feud that Rusev that Rusev could lose, but he shouldn't be getting thrown around by Brock just to show that he could you know get run through. Should put up a damn fight and but Brock prevails. But again, you Rusev, know, they're not gonna, yeah, we know. Don't make me sad. I feel like my Brock. my my dream match that would be the. For me, the headliner of, of this show, even if they didn't put it on last, is if they would have kept uh, Rusev strong and just had an angle uh, a, a Rusev match. That would have been God. That would have been good. Well, when uh, he was yeah. as strong as he was against Cena, like the last two years, was that two years ago? Rusev Cena. Three. Yeah. And. Yeah. They, they have. Uh, I guess 2015. So two years. years. Yeah. They have not done him any favors in the last couple of years. 
Nope. <laughs> too bad. Yeah, too. <clears throat> He's slowly right, getting to Ziggler territory. Anyway, all right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate cool, the call, man. We talk to you. Stuff. Yeah, don't be a stranger, man. Don't uh, be like another eight months before you call in. He was saving up these good ideas for like almost a year. He said, man, I got something for him. Yeah, yeah. Man, greedy, yo. All right. Looks like uh, Shahid decided to join the party. Uh, but Uh-oh. first, let's go to... We're going to go to out, back out west. And uh, Dr. Brian, 26-year pro wrestling tours newsletter and VIP subscriber. Brian, what's what happening? Up? Hey, Travis. Hey, Cam. I hope you both have a real good night. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And you're welcome. You're welcome. I got a couple things, and I should have enough time to uh, drop an email to the uh, exclusive VIP after show with you and Rich Trap. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, hey, Josh. Hey, hey Josh. And, um, and, hey, Rich, hopefully you both have a good night as well. So I'm going to get to my takes real quick. First of all, uh, I'd like to remind everybody of All Red Everything. Just throw her name out there again. We haven't talked about her in a long time. So All Red Everything. Okay. Okay. So second thing is that, you know, my primary way of I talk about wrestling things is through uh, Torch Audio and then, like, assorted people who I've met through Feed uh, Up Your Torch. So I noticed a little while ago that a few people have been talking about how they think that the Brock versus Goldberg match at WrestleMania, how it's going to be very similar to their uh, match at WrestleMania 20 as far as the crowd reaction. And I tend to disagree with that. And the reason why was because, as you both either remember or know now know, that both it was, it was leaked that they both were going to be on their way out. That was both basically both their last matches. And then the crowd found out about it. And, of course, it being in Madison Square Garden, who tend to be a smarter, uh, you know, I know people travel a lot for WrestleMania, but they tend uh, MSG yeah, tend to be a little bit smarter than everybody. Yeah, especially if it means less now because everybody gets the same information at the same time these days. But in mm-hmm. 04, New York was still, those, it, it, it was still, you know, sm, you know, smarter crowd than most. It's where they gauged, you know, where ultimately if people were over. If they were over in MSG, they were over. But it's different because of WWE's obviously concerted effort the last five, eight, and ten years to cater to a different type of audience, as well as the technology being around that uh, that everybody gets, everybody is, is a smart fan, essentially, if you want to be. Um, real quick, why is JBL and Tom Phillips the only two uh, announcers? Not that I'm complaining, but Where's Morrow and Otunga? Morrow got snowed in or some kind of weather, and he couldn't travel. And then uh, David Otunga was shooting a movie, so they explained that. Okay. Okay. Oh, look at the damn camera angle. Look at that. Where, who, who put that camera there and why? Why isn't that a question? Like, whose camera was just... Bug the can- back seat of a car. That's creepy. So Wade did a huge uh, killer rant on that. Whole, on that, just the camera being there last night. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't blame him. Like, what the fuck? It just makes you think of. It just makes you think. You don't want to be overly thinking about like, oh, who's the camera? Who put that there? Why? It's like the thing with Randy three weeks ago. You know, with the fire. You know, in the barn. 
you know, the camera was, who set that camera up? Did Randy do it? And again, why isn't the company mad at him for just burning up equipment? Let alone an actual cameraman. That way he kept actually saying, like, wait, shut up. <laughs> and the cameraman apparently is dead because, you know, like, all right. Tripods and shit exist. Like, let's not pretend <laughs> there's only one way to <laughs> stand a camera up. Um, yeah, it was dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Anyway, your 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 question, um, which I kind of forgot. you want to ask it again real quick? Well, it wasn't necessarily a question. It was more like about it was more like about how people are thinking that uh, the Goldberg and um, Lesnar match is going to be similar about how the crowd is going to be negative about it. Oh, right, and then, right, right. Yeah, that was a totally different time. Totally mm-hmm. different time. Neither one of them are leaving for good after the or you know for you know it's just different. It's going to be in yep. Orlando. Just different. I don't want to belabor this because you talked about it enough, and I am maybe Shanee's going to bring it up as well. And I, I dialed in right when we were talking to Darrell about this. But you know, WWE weekend, you know, uh, shoot holes to a lot of things, and I think there's a, the one thing I'll talk about really, really quick about the Orton and Bray thing is that you know you throw a couple of words in there, and it changes it because the only thing Randy really had to say was, is that you know, okay, I joined, I joined them, and he said he said it kind of roundabout way. But I joined them, I wanted to get. I want to get into this confidence. I got him to kick out, um, got him to kick out Luke, Luke Harper. I gained his trust. He was at SmackDown. He left me alone. I finally found out where Sister Abigail lived or where the barn is. He left me there, or I knew how to get there, and, and he trusted me to know where the know where it is. So now, when I knew he definitely would not be there, and it's not going to endanger anybody, I burned it up. You add a couple little things in there, and it makes a little bit better sense. Now, as far as Darrell and there you go, Wilson, make talk, again. yeah, talking about the belt not being. Uh, or the WWE Championship not being like talked about. Universal title. Uh, yeah, no, oh, oh, Universal yeah. the other one. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, um, Randy did say that when he, you know, said, "Hey, I want my WrestleMania uh, match because I want to take the title from you." Also, another rant that people have been going on has been about um, how Bray has never ever mentioned that he ever wanted to be the WWE or any kind of champion, not necessarily even WWE, but any kind of champion, and it's. You know, just because it isn't explicitly said by every wrestler, we have to kind of think, for the most part, it's they want it. I mean, Kane, you know, Kane, to use an example, you know, does he ever talk about, hey, I want to get a title, you know, all the time? No, he doesn't mention all the time because he's probably more of a revenge guy. And similarly, that's what Bray as well is more of a revenge wrestler than a, hey, I want to get a championship wrestler. Great. Another guy, point. Yeah. Well, no. And, and real quick, Brian, I'll cut you off for a second. I agree with yeah. you. Like, no. If you're in the NBA, it's not just to dunk on television. The primary goal is probably to make money. Um, the secondary goal is probably to win a championship. And for guys who might come from money, you flip those around, and that's probably what it is. So, so no, yeah, it, it, it can definitely be assumed that he's in the company because he wants to be champion because everybody wants to do the best they can like at their job if it doesn't require more responsibility. So, so yeah, I, I hear you. And you're uh, oh so right about that part. So right about that. And you know, and you agree. And Cam, it's a really great point about you know it's you know in the old time wrestling it was either championships or money because you know some guys like Abdullah the Butcher did he really care about being the world champion? I mean, if you put if you take realistically wise, did he really care about it? No, he cared about getting money and hurting people was yeah, his no. motivation for everything. And you had enforcers that were like, I got it. Didn't want to. 
You know, like, I don't want to be responsible for that belt and carrying it around and traveling with it and making sure I don't lose it. <laughs> Screw that. I got a tough time can't keep it marked. I got to get a new damn fork in every town because I keep losing <laughs> my fork. You think I want to carry a title around? Yeah. Um, Fuck that guy. You know, um, I really – I got two other points. The first point, actually three points. First point is that speaking of um, carrying titles around and then going to the Ultimate Warrior, so uh, 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 rest in peace, Ron Bass died last week. And if you think about it, he, he it, you can blame him for the Ultimate Warrior's rise to power because um, back in, I guess it would have been 87, no, I'm sorry, 88, uh, Brutus Beefcake was supposed to challenge the Hunky Tonk Man for that for the uh, Intercontinental Belt that first SummerSlam, but Ron Bass atta- attacked Brutus Beefcake, and during like you know this is of course the cartoon era of WWF at that time, he took one of his uh, Ron Bass took one of his spurs off of his boots and raked it across Brutus Beefcake's head, and back then you know again the cartoon version of the WWF they had to, they had a big X covered over Beefcake's head so you couldn't see him bleeding like that, so they even blurred it out, so Beefcake couldn't make. SummerSlam, you know, uh, Hunky Tonk made that thing about, hey, I'll challenge whoever it is, you know, just bring me somebody out here. And that's when Warrior came out and then beat Hunky Tonk for the Intercontinental Belt. So Ron Bash, you can <laughs> draw a direct line from him, you know, caught uh, him. You can blame him for the Ultimate Warrior, Rise to Power. Um, second thing I have, and this is going to the, um, the uh, erotic Coast Cast, the erotic Coast Cast. <laughs> so, um, that bring it to the table show. Uh, uh, wow, wow. There you go. Um, they mentioned about that uh, Montreal Scoo- Montreal Screwdrop porno uh, that's supposed to, that's coming out, and they talked about it yeah. for like maybe three seconds. But went on went on about it. But of course, when we were all kids, uh, Trav and Cam, you know, we would do things like we would take a, a movie and try to come up with a porn name for the movie, and you know mm-hmm. what would the actors be doing. So we all did that as kids. So you know, I was you know, yeah, around kids. here. Yeah, last week on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It's kids, right? We just did that. Yeah. So uh, ahead, I was thinking about, yeah, I was thinking about you know some wrestling things uh, last week, and now I was thinking about what if they had like a you know a total Bell, a total Bellas, you know, uh, porn movie, and you know you go down some bad roads there because you have of course Big Johnny would have to be in it, and you have like you know twin swaths yeah. and you know stuff like that. So there's your idea, Internet. You can have that one. Yeah, uh, there's twins that they could, yeah, put in. Oh yeah, that could be a thing. I already know who's yeah, Big Johnny. Uh, you, you already cast. I already you know, know who's like Bella's mom. Oh, I got this movie booked. Fuck oh, yeah! Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> Crystal Summer still making movies. She could be the Bella's mom. Yeah, I'm with it. Anyway, I'm with it and not Ooh, mad right. at it. So, so get out that you get out that hole and let's go uh, back to wrestling. And I'll end on this note. So I was thinking about this, and um, editor, P.W. Torch, editor, publisher, Wade Keller talks about this, and Bruce does as well. I should say Bruce Mitchell about what I could see uh, Seth and Triple H doing at WrestleMania as a Jeff Jarrett special, or pretty much a stand-up brawl. Now, you know, the, the, it might not be great for WrestleMania because you know you think about. Let's say um, Seth. Well, let's say Seth's in the ring. Triple H is on the stage. Seth comes running down. The, the, you know, this really long entrance rap, and they 
ramp, and then they just uh, brawl all around, all around the ring, and they eventually get to the, uh, eventually get back to the ring, and that's where the pin happens. So I mean, it's not maybe the best example for a WrestleMania setting because how big it is, but you know they could do a stand-up brawl. So on that note, I'll get on top of the VIP side. I hope you both have a good night. Thanks a lot. All right, thank cool, you. Appreciate the call as always. Um, who's having a stand-up brawl? I kind of miss, miss that. No? Okay. Missed it as well. I don't know who's having a stand-up. Oh, he was, I think he was talking about, um, Shane and, uh, or Triple H and, uh, Triple H and, uh, Seth Rollins. Seth and Triple H. Like, as opposed to, because Seth might be limited on what he can on what he can actually do. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't hit triple or even attempt to go for the pedigree. You know, like, no, that's not. Let's not, uh, you know, drop all that weight. Well, not all that weight, but let's not drop down to your knees like that. Mm-hmm. Super impressive. So, um. <clears throat> Okay, I didn't understand what Rich was saying in the in the group, but then Joe on Twitter uh, says the same thing or something similar. So Rich in the group says, and I assume he's talking about Morrow, couldn't make the show because of the weather. Taz and the old WWE announcers insinuated he was a punk for not trying to kill himself? Oh, I, I assume not try to kill oh, himself yeah, so the in, in the so weather. Yeah. And then okay. Joe on Twitter says, Taz took Morrow to task on Twitter for missing the show. JR hasn't commented yet, but he's retweeted their posts. Randy referred to... I'll, I'll be oh, JR saying, this is the news. Because fuck that. I'm not... Nah, like, nah, I'm not JR. Yeah, if you, yeah. I take that as JR co-signing. Nah, not great. So where does where not was great. Morrow? I assume on the uh, on the east coast in the northeast, right? Yeah, because he's from well, he's Canadian, right? And where was? Well, I don't know if he lives in Canada. Where was show. where yeah. was Raw? Where was SmackDown? Uh, Pittsburgh. Because wasn't Cali sure. talking shit about the crowd? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Willis was there, and he said he called. It. Right, right. Um, what the fuck? How? I mean, if I can't make it, I can't make it, dog. If I yeah, that's that that's that dumbass wrestling bullshit, mm-hmm. macho nonsense. Fuck out of here. Let's see, let me click on the article from Cage Side Seats. Okay. Taz, other former WWE announcers critical of Morrow missing SmackDown. Last night on SmackDown the announced team was half its normal size thanks to the variety thanks to a variety of factors. Tom Phillips and JBL were the only two members of the usual staff present as Otunga was away filming a movie and Ronaldo uh, were done in, plans were done in by Winter Storm Stella. It had a name, so shut the yeah, fuck up. It's, 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 
it's fucked up up there. It's not like, like oh, it snowed and you missed the thing. Like, no, they gave that bitch a name. Stella, don't go out in the snow. Uh, the changes were noticed by viewers. Of course it's, of course. And the few folks who worked in WWE commentators in the past, the latter group especially seemed to be critical of Ronaldo, comparing it to times they made snow, made shows in conditions similar to the weather, which hit the Midwest and Northeast this week. Uh, Josh says, with Taz in the car, I once drove us two days to Indianapolis to make a taped SmackDown show from New York. Hashtag just saying. Okay. That does not make you. That doesn't make you tough to me, though. Like I don't like putting your body on the line in a situation you actually can't control. Don't make you tough to me. It doesn't make you more dedicated to your job. You just went to work, dog. Taz <laughs> said, "Very dangerous driving conditions." Michael Cole and myself. Oh, uh, you drove the whole way. Got to make the shot. That's how it used to be, I guess. Whatever. And then Taz <laughs> put it up on his radio show today. And you know, to me, you cannot miss a show. Even... You can't. You can. You can't miss a show. When you miss a show, and no order of preference, you get heat with the locker room. You get heat with your boss. You get heat with your broadcast colleagues. It's not just a regular job. You are there once a week, and you're making a lot of money with the massive, massive platform. You got to be there, no matter. You've got to make the shot, no matter what happens. Morrow's from Canada, okay. So he's well versed in when it comes to weather and snow. People know the snow. Knew the snow was coming. The storm was coming for days. Well, that's a good point. But you know, I'm not like like Matt, like me hearing this. I'm not mad at Taz for any of what he's saying. It doesn't sound as bad as the headline made it seem. Like I, I'm like, okay, you know, I, you know. Uh, he'd go on to I, I say it. it was especially bad to miss a show so close to Mania and intimate it could mean Phillips is another step closer to taking Ronaldo's job. I'm speculating Morrow might not be focused on WWE because of side projects. For all we know, Matthew is mean, still in the heel character, and Taz has been known to create controversy to get some press. Worth noting, however, that while he hasn't said anything, JR has been retweeting Taz's criticisms, lending credence to the idea Ronaldo might have broken one of wrestling's unwritten, many unwritten rules here. What do you mm-hmm. think? Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, fuck them rules. Fuck them people. Fuck but them I also agree with that, though. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, my, my safety is my safety is the most it's important like, thing. It's like... It's in a different way, but it's like being a fan of hip hop. Or, or not hip hop, mainstream, you know, uh, um, uh, for lack of a better word, term, gangster hip hop. Like, yeah, I have to, I have to, like, you know, like, this is horrible. You know, people are, kids and whoever, impressionable people are being influenced by this. But. He killed it on that one verse and blah, 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 you know, whatever. Just like, you know, like, hey, he's had 100 concussions, you know, in the last 10 years, but, damn, they put on a show at SummerSlam. And, you know, you just rationalize it. And, but fuck this, man. It's not like any other industry. Yeah, that's true. People are fucking cocksuckers. Like, they just, they, they just regulate themselves, police themselves. Like, management doesn't even have to do anything. Just set yeah. this tone, and, you know, everybody will police themselves and each other. Oh, shit, Baron Corbin got the Green Dream Crushers T-shirt. Cutting a promo next to, next to a forklift. All right, let's uh, bring Shahid into the mix. 
get his opinion on some things. Uh, Shy, what's happening? What up? <laughs> Nothing much. I hope you guys I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I heard some of the stuff that Darrell was saying, and I saw some of the stuff he's saying on Twitter about how WrestleMania is where work raid and like the NBA championship, and that's where stars shine, and yada, yada, yada. And that sounds nice, but that's BS. Like, WrestleMania has been about spectacle. Like, we remember the great work rate matches, but the great work rate matches never sold WrestleManias. Period. The, re- the only reason I went to WrestleMania first place because The Rock came out of Russell John Cena. It wasn't the best mm-hmm. match on the show. It wasn't the best wrestle match on the show, but it was the show that got a lot of people watching wrestling again. Like, it says a lot that that WrestleMania and the Donald Trump WrestleMania is like the two biggest WrestleMania buy rates. Like, people like mm-hmm. spectacle. You know, Steamboat Savage is the match people remember from WrestleMania 3, like this great, one of the greatest matches of all time. Hogan and Andre sold that. Like, you know, he, yeah, people get mad at, like, you know, Shane taking people's spots with good reason, but it's like Shane Undertaker sold WrestleMania last year. AJ Styles going to make way more money this year wrestling Shane McMahon than he going to he wrestle Nakamura, even though he it'd be a much better match with Nakamura. It's like, it's, people like stars. That's why Goldberg keeps getting called. That's why Brock Lesnar keeps getting called to wrestle three or four times a year. And like we've been, I've been calling the show in for a long time, around the same time every year. People calling saying, "How come they don't make new stars? They need a better job making new stars." My whole thing is like, that is not my job. If they make new stars and they make them worthy for me to cheer them, like they did with AJ Styles, I'm a cheer them. Otherwise, give me the people I like to see. Like my job. That new youngster AJ Styles, you mean? That that new youngster AJ Styles, yeah. Blue chipper, blue chipper. You know, because it's like him or Roman Reigns. Because it's like, you know, it's not my job to make a star for them. It's their job to make me care about people. If they don't make me care about the young boys, I'm not going to care about them. I mean, I'm not. Like, I would love to care about them. I just want to enjoy the show at this point. And that's where I'm kind of at with wrestling. Like, I'm... Especially watching the network, I realized at my age, I was not been watching. So most of the time, our memories kind of betrayed us. Like, it might be maybe two to three good wrestling stories per year if we're lucky. You know, maybe five to six good matches and a whole bunch of garbage. But it kind of just, we tend to remember either the real good or real bad and overhype the good and kind of like ignore all the bad. Like, you know, somebody brought up WCW when they were comparing to NXT. It's like, yeah, WCW was like work rate central and had much better work rate than WWF. They had RoboCop with a paper. But it was trash, yeah. Like, I never, like, yeah, I active, like, like had, that was when I was still watching wrestling as a, as a kid, you know, uh, 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 you know, before 93. And I actively avoided all that stuff. I didn't want to watch any of it. Because it was NXT or because it was WCW, and and I knew it wasn't going to be good. But that's the funny thing is, but no, the funny thing is most of WCW was like the the wrestlers were good and matches were good, but people complain about wrestling finishes now. I watched about six straight pay-per-views. I'm like, if the internet was around right, Dusty Rose would have got shot. Like, I watched pay-per-views where two straight champions lost by pinning themselves from German suplexes. On the same damn show, yeah. Like, yeah. Like Lex Luger went four pay per views without winning clean or losing clean. Four straight. 
And it's kind of like, yeah, they did not believe in people winning fair and square at all. Like, if you was a big-time name, you was either winning by cheating or a double DQ or a countout or Lex Luger cut his forehead, two drops of blood came out, they stopped the match and a title match. Like, I'm like, what kind of mess is this? And WWF was not any better, but it's kind of like you tend not to remember. You just remember the good stuff like, oh, they had good matches here. It's like the same thing when they say like the Attitude Era. Like, Attitude Era had people remembering love. Yeah. It had a whole bunch of garbage. Nonsense. <laughs> All whole bunch. Just, just absolute nonsense. I mean, I, I would watch Raw's, and there would be six, seven matches on a show. And six of the matches had, you know, some kind of shenanigan finish. And then the seventh one had, you know, a, a, a schoolboy, you know, or something. Just something not, you know, not a definitive win. It wasn't a stunner, one, two, three. You know, it was still a distraction or something, and the guy rolled the other guy up. But everything before that was some kind of run-in, double run-ins, run-ins canceling the first run-in. Yeah, and then we just remember how innovative and how raunchy it was and how hard-hitting the matches, you know, some of the matches were. Yeah, like, don't let the, you know, the old joke would be, don't let the rock cutting the fire promo distract you from the fact that you're going to see a Crash Holly versus Road Dog match for the ninth straight time. And it's going to last two minutes. And it's going to be a fast recount. And then you're going to go to a segment. Like, if you got a match that lasted longer than four minutes, that was like a three-and-a-half-star match. And it's like, that's – but it's kind of like you don't remember that. You just remember, you know, Austin with the bear truck or, you know, the rock slide and with the loafers hitting the people's elbow. Like, you remember the highlights. Like, it was because the highlights are the highlights. There's a whole lot of trash that you got to wade through, but nobody's like – Nobody gonna remember what happened like But July, the trash was exciting though, like at least in the moment when you're nineteen. Yeah. Like I don't remember 19, thinking like Huh? No, I'm saying when you nineteen, yeah, the godfather coming out with those fifty dollar escorts mm-hmm. was probably dope as hell. You watch oh, it was nuts, like, man, in the dorm room. Like, oh look at that one, I take that one. Oh, give me that one. Oh, look at her ass. And you know, just yeah, and he's about to have a two two minute nonsense match, but that didn't matter because you got to see the entrance, you got to hear the music, you got to see the bitches, and the whole spectacle around. And that. you got to pull aboard the whole train. Yes. Yep. If you had something to chant, or you had if you had something to chant or move to chant, you'd be over. Like it was a reason too cool was like the fourth most over oh acting damn company. <laughs> Like, I was she amazed, was like, like, wow. Shit in 2000. Yeah, like, I was amazed, like, how. probably the most how, over I, non-main event. Or he was main eventing, too. I mean, occasionally. He was, but he was main eventing. Like, he was probably the in that six-pack second or third biggest. Yeah. He was probably, like, the second or third top baby face, like, behind, like, yeah. the Rock and Kane for, like, a good five, six months out of, like, everybody. Cause before behind he, the Rock and Kane? Is that what you said? Yes. Yes, back then, because that was because Austin was still hurt and Taker hadn't come back as like Biker Taker yet. So, yeah, it was like Austin. I mean, it was like Rock, Kane, and Rikishi, and then Jericho when he turned babyface again. Like, those are the top babyfaces. 
yeah, it's kind of like, imagine that you think about that like 99, like Kane and Rikishi were two and three baby faces. But then again, it's 2017. Chris Jericho is probably what the second or third biggest baby face on Raw if he ain't number one. So you never know how wrestling. Yeah, I would, I'd make the argument for him being the top baby face on Raw. Yeah, so it's kind of like I'm at the point now where I think this is the first WrestleMania. I'm excited about watching the matches. I don't really care who wins or loses, to be perfectly honest. Like, it's – I mean, I don't. It's not like I don't care about the matches. It's like, you know, if I don't really have too many rooting interests in people that's wrestling. Like, if they win, that's fine. Like, you know, I remember the last time we called, we were talking about when Roman wrestled Braun Strowman, and we were all, and, you know, saying, oh, there's no way in the world they're going to let Braun lose clean. And I'm like, it's Roman Reigns. Rules don't apply. I'm like, you know, yeah, never say never. And, yeah, and it's kind of like, I know, what's the point of Brock Lesnar beating Goldberg? It's like to take that L to Roman Reigns in the SummerSlam. <laughs> like, that's the plan. Like, that's that's the reason. Oh, so you're, you're saying Brock wins and, what, holds the title to the SummerSlam? And then Reigns takes it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this whole thing, this whole thing has been a setup for the fourth time to get Roman Reigns over. Like all I I'd, I'd agree, but I'd go the other way. I'd say Brock uh, uh Goldberg retains in that same in that same fact. Like, and so I still get my thing about, you know, going 0 and 3 against Goldberg. He's on his, you know, he gets to have a chip on his shoulder and snap and go off and whatever. But also rain he said it's to set up Reigns to to beat Goldberg. Because Goldberg isn't like it's it's not going to last for him. It's already like you know his pops are getting less, and people are getting snarkier throughout his promos and his appearances. They're not exactly going. Everybody's not all in like they were from November to January. Yeah, I think that's I the reason why they don't go with him. I think it's kind of like the argument you made is valid, but that's why they don't go with him. It's kind of like. Well, well, what I'm saying is, by the time SummerSlam comes around, and if it's Brock versus Goldberg, well, then people have more more reason to cheer. Or, or I'm sorry, if it's Goldberg versus Roman, people have more more reason to 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 root for and cheer for Roman in that match against Goldberg. And then he beats Goldberg, the unbeatable, the guy that that with the spear and all, you know. I mean, that comes with one. It's like if they think he the last two SummerSlam, and then it's the whole thing. Whoever's champion, they don't have to be on the show all the time. They don't have to be on every pay-per-view. They got to defend at least once or twice. And it's like, you know, lesser two evils for all the stuff about, you know, Brock doing the same old suplexes and punches. Goldberg sparing and Jack Hammond, somebody's going to get real old real fast. That's yeah, but doing. it doesn't like, last. You know, Brock does it for six, eight, 12 minutes at, at a time. Goldberg, he's in and out. So it's like, all right, well, we get the intro, we get the spear, jackhammer, and we get to go home. We're not sitting there for 14 minutes watching this methodical beatdown of a guy doing suplex after suplex, not even varying up his suplexes. That's my issue. Like, fine, you can still be Suplex City. That fits the gimmick. Throw a damn T-bone or a friggin', you know, belly-to-back something. I mean, or a belly-to-belly throw or something besides that same dumbass German. What you? But, yeah. What? What you anti foreign? You need all these Americans. Anti who? You anti foreign? Uh, <laughs> I mean, 
I just want to see some. Uh, I mean, what's the one like, where you got the guy's leg uh, trapped, belly to belly, but you got his leg as well? He's hopping on one leg and then you throw him. Bro, I could do that. It would uh, be so impressive. Yeah. T bone, it's T bone or exploder, depending on the angle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. What are you talking about shit like that. I think. Yeah, I think this kind of like they know like. Goldberg lasts a lot longer than they thought he would. This whole Goldberg thing, but they they realize it has an expiration date. And who knows if he want to even wrestle past WrestleMania? He might be like, you know what? I made enough money to buy my son a boat. I'm straight. Brock can beat me at four minutes at Mania. I can go ride onto the sunset. You won't see me again until next year when you induct me in the Hall of Fame. My son got and to see rock. and all that. I'm a superhero. Blah blah blah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, more or less, and it's kind of like the whole, the whole thing's always been from Roman Reigns to contra Brock Lesnar, and they've been pushing it back because that whole fans are like, we don't want to see this, and they're like, you're going to see it, like you know, you keep running away and blow your rape whistle all you want, you're going to get it, like you didn't get it last year and you didn't get it two years ago, but you're getting it this year, so deal with it. I mean, it's like we're gonna have them beat Braun Strowman, you know, you like Braun Strowman now, we're gonna have them beat Undertaker. Have everybody pissed off. We're gonna have it. He's gonna have him beat Brock stand there in Brooklyn with all these white hipster wearing Biggie Small shirts, blowing the crap out of them. And they're gonna call like you know the air, the Roman Empire begins anew. And Michael Cole gonna sell it like we just won the damn lottery, and we're gonna. That's what's gonna happen. Right? Wait a second. What the hell? Hold up, real quick. Did SmackDown end with Shane coming out, and then the show went off? Why did the Hulu go to Raw? No, he watched the cut. I think, I want to say it ended with him challenging. Uh, get, yeah, uh, so, challenging so Shane walks through Gorilla. He grabs the mic. He mm-hmm. comes out, no music, taps the mic to make sure it's on. Next thing I know, there's a blank screen, and then it's like Monday Night Raw, you know, Hulu. So it's going to, the, yeah, Raw's coming yeah. on, the explosions and all that. What, really? what the hell? <laughs> Maybe it's I'm it's just a assuming Hulu glitch. <laughs> oh, you asked, speaking of that, no, speaking of Shane and AJ Styles, just wondering how they got the camera angle. That's the Taker cam. Taker, he had, yeah, when he had and when Taker kidnapped Teddy, told him to buckle up. Where the camera come from there? It's like, you know, Trump, they got microwave, they got cameras and microwaves, they got cameras <laughs> and GPSs. Like, stay woke. <laughs> so, but I'm not as, I'm not as down on that match as, like, most people because it's kind of like the things that Shane McMahon, the stuff about Shane McMahon that he bothers people doesn't bother me. Like, you know, him being part-time and being a spot monkey take moves. It's like all those things are valid, and if I was a wrestler, I'd care. And if I was a wrestling writer, I'd care. But as a wrestling fan, I don't, I don't care anymore than people who like Future like him, even though he's a damn dirtbag with a crippled soul. They just like his music. Did y'all watch that? And Probably not. They had the, they had this kid, this guy like, on. Uh, he's somebody in, like fashion or whatever on Jesus and Mara last night, and and they asked him because they first asked him about the, the uh, Nikki uh, Remy feud, and then they asked him, "Are you future high?" And he's like, "Yeah, I am," even though he's a terrible person. Even though he's a terrible person, which really means I ain't shit either. Like, you know, well, since I, like, love him. I, and, yeah. You know. That makes, that makes yeah. a few of us. I dig. Yes. I was <laughs> laughing when I was listening to the podcast with Cam and his brother saying, 
like one, the irony about realism and rap, like one thing about rap being has authenticity, which is hilarious considering how most people in rap lie their ass off. And then I was thinking, what's worse though? Somebody lying about doing dirtball stuff or somebody really or doing telling, dirtball yeah. stuff and talking about it. Yeah, it's kind of like, I'd rather future not, you know, sell crack to a pregnant it's woman. It's like the meme. Man. They said future got y'all out here popping pills and uh, drinking cough syrup. And he, he in the crib uh, doing yoga, drinking asparagus water. Like, you think he really out here leaned all up and, you know, having try to have his heart stop in the middle of his fucking career? <laughs> like, I don't mm. think so. Um, Not that he don't turn up. He, yeah. Considering where he he's from and considering the culture, yeah, I doubt, like, I doubt he's on the Gucci Man yoga tip. So I just put it that way. Like I would not be surprised what's in his closet stuff that would make me feel a drug test. But the whole thing is like, yeah, it's real. He's talking about real stuff. I'm like, yeah, child molesting is real too. I wouldn't want to hear nobody rap about that either. Like, rap, yeah. I hear this album about serial murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's all that's authentic too. I, I kidnapped and sold sold my nephew to pay off my jeep. Like yeah. that shit happened too. But I wouldn't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't care. I don't see human traffic. Kind of like. So, but yeah, I'm at the point like with Mania is like I'm gonna watch it. This will be the first one in six years that I'm not going like I'm not going to attend because like it's Orlando and the hell with Orlando. And I went to Rumble and I probably go to Survivor Series. So it'd be it'd be curious like actually watch it with you went to San Santa Clara by yourself or uh, without the crew. I mean, like no, you were the only one out of our group that went to 31. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even want to go to this one, I'm like nah. Yes, I mean Lord. it wasn't necessarily a card. It was just like I had been there. I went, I went to a pay per view. I'm going to another one. I know I'm going to New Orleans, and it's like it's Orlando. It's like that's that's all right. So and it get and those mania trips when you're not driving get costly between hotel, flight, ticket. If you're gonna go see NXT, yeah. if you're gonna draw food, it's like. I'm not trying to spend a couple yeah. of G's in Orlando. It's like, nah, sorry, Orlando. Like, I don't give a damn about yeah. Disney World. Especially when they when they announce next year is going to be back in New Orleans. Like, yeah, no. Not only that, and especially how they're treating, like, the big four. Like, before it used to be, like, Mania was the big, you know, three- or four-day thing, and then it was SummerSlam. And now it's like they're treating Survivor Series and the Rumble like that. It's like. Depending on the venue, like We're I had trying. more fun. Yeah, like I had I had more fun going to the Rumble, and that event than I had going to like the New York Mania or or like the Dallas Mania. So mm. it's like because that because it was like it was big but not too big. Like it was a perfect size. You know the the atmosphere was great. Like the fans were kind of like it had smart fans, but it weren't like the whole. I know everything. It's kind of like I'm there to enjoy myself. Like it had, like Royal Rumble had a great vibe, and some of the mania crowds is kind of like depending on where you roll, and it's like, eh, yeah, they could have did this, but if Gabe supposed he was booking, we could have blah blah. I'm like, I ain't trying to hear all that now. I'm like, yeah, send that to Wade and send that to Meltzer when you get off, you know, work at the post office. I'm here to watch the show. I'm not here to say what could have been and should have been because they could always do something better. And but if you keep chasing that, you're just gonna be disappointed. Like I'm just, you know, I got on the rail because he got mad saying 
Like, I'm not, that whole poll is dumb. If it was up to me, it'd be no choices. And I'm like, well, you going to watch? Well, why are you saying that? If that's, that's like saying if I ain't like Donald Trump, that means I got to lead the country. Like, no, it ain't. Like, no, it's not. The question is, if you don't, if it don't interest you, that's fine. You don't got to watch. Mm-hmm. And I know people don't like saying that because, like, oh, that's the easy thing. So I'm like, yeah, because it's simple. It's like you have other options to watch. Nobody forces you to do it. Enjoy yourself doing something else. Like, it's different between me yeah. deciding to watch Holy Folk. Yeah, like it's between I want to watch Holy Folk. We're the only ones. Yeah. We're the only ones that don't. That no matter how bad a thing is, we keep watching. Like eventually, other shows, other genres, like they're like, yeah, we gotta. Nobody's watching. We, you know, like this thing is. People, uh, yeah, it's and it's unique because wrestling isn't like a, another just another sitcom or no. just another you know how, drama, yeah. cop drama, hospital drama, or whatever. You know how wrestling fans but, are. You know what's similar to wrestling fans with that? Certain sports fans, like those fans, like. Yeah, because something that's going to be yeah. there no matter what, or mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. You never know. So, and that's why people yeah. always wonder, like, how come Chargers. Vince doesn't book, like, why does Vince book for the Cavs? Like, because he know y'all nerds are going to show up. Like, this whole, that hardcore, that core audience is getting smaller and smaller. The people that are willing to stick around for everything used to be bigger. It used to be more than two and a half, 2.8 million people would stick around for every single thing you did. Now, I mean, it used to be, you know, it used to be, you know, 4 million viewers, and it was, you know, 3.8, and it was 3.5. And a, I mean, there's there's mm-hmm. stats and there's numbers and there's, you know, spreadsheets where you yeah. can see the decline over the last uh, year. Like, last year, you know, especially, it's been such a sharp decline ratings wise i mean last year we were they were doing a 2.4 2.5 and that was like holy shit they're doing 2.4 2.5 down into 2.0 2.1 it's like whoo we stayed about 2.0 we're doing okay like that's horrible that's within a year it's usually it, the five years before that it wasn't a drop like that and as or something like that i'm sure as, as sharp as it has been in from sixteen to seven or from fifteen to sixteen and sixteen to seventeen or whatever. Yeah. So I mean it's been a drop with that. Like it was the same thing when people were talking about, you know, why the NFL was going why the NFL have a sharp drop and people made a big deal it was like you gotta compare it to where it was before and then the fact that one, a lot of popular things like dropped this year, except for like news stations and two with the NFL like oh, it was a this bad game. Like Tom Brady being out for a month, a lot of people being hurt, and it was like you had a whole lot of damn clunkers on for a long time. But at the same time, it was like they had Cowboy games, like best ratings in 15 years. Like three or four Cowboy or Packer games had awesome ratings. Like people still watch, but they wanted to watch, but nobody watching Titans Jaguar. Yeah, and there they were too many Titans Jaguar. Yeah, it was too many Titans Jaguar games for like most of the season. That's the same thing with like. You know, people watch the network, but it's like a lot of people are like you know I, I it, it was a long time where I didn't watch Raw for like a good two months, and I didn't miss it. And it was like I used to never be that way. It's kind of like you know if if I was home, I'd watch it. But if I missed it, it's like I'll hear about it on the internet. I can read about it. Like you know, loving hip hop Atlanta is on, or I'll just watch it later on TV or Hulu or whatever. Yeah, so it's not like it's funny where you know it's not sit down TV for me anymore and it's not necessarily because of the show it's just 
my viewing habits have changed. It's like I still watch wrestling. I pay money to go to different cities to watch wrestling, but it's like I don't have to be in front of TV to watch Raw. Like if I'm there, I'm there. But if something else is on that I'd rather watch, like if it's between Raw and Love and Hip Hop, I'll watch Love and Hip Hop <laughs> first and then catch Supergirl and then catch the third hour of Raw. It's like my viewing point. And it's like that's that's just how it is. And it's probably like that for a lot of people. But that's that's my choice as a fan. Like I'm not gonna hate watching some of that whole this the worst thing I've ever seen and I hope it fails so these fans realize this know what he's doing and I can't wait to do it next week and say the same thing all over again. Like what are you doing with your life? Go walk around. Go on a date. Like stop bitching about Roman Reigns if he's if he's causing you ulcers. Like, do something with your life if it's that damn bad. Like, like all those WCW fans who stopped watching wrestling when WCW went off the air, they was like, you know what? Peace. I'm out. Yeah. And they stayed away. It's like a lot of them, like, I'm out. Like, I stopped watching TNA. I don't care what happens. I don't care if, you know, Sting goes in the damn time machine, comes back as 1989 Sting, and shows up in TNA. Like, nope. I gave him enough chances. And I don't feel bad about it. I was like, you know, and just like it's, and I don't they complain about Dick Yeah, like you know Dick Picard and all that. Like they had their chance. I gave him like four chances. Enough is enough. Like peace out. Life's too short to be wasting your time on wrestling that you don't like. Oh, so can't, so Rich go. So I have it on pause. Right? It's uh, uh, the Uso just just. Beat one two three, uh, Jason Jordan. It's a minute forty left, and so Rich goes, "Yup, time ran out on my USA Network." He said, "You wanted a WrestleMania match, you got it. Hard cut to Grizzly. They didn't even put that on Hulu. As Shane walked out, they cut, and it was over. <laughs> Excuse me. So, huh. yeah, can't be pulling that shit on Tuesdays. Overrun shit." Nope. So why are the Usos did they get their match on SmackDown? Does that put them yeah, in the Yeah, I was like, why are y'all doing this now? Because somebody was telling me like, I don't think that match is gonna happen at WrestleMania. I'm like, but it's the good match. Why wouldn't they do that? It just seems like the match to have. Only yeah, you know? only if they plan on something bigger. It's kind of like they they've always been shortchanged. Like the Usos have been awesome since they turned heel, but it's it's kind of like they don't want them in the top spot. They've always been trying to put somebody else there for whatever reason. And I don't and I don't get the reason why. Like first is like Ray White and Randy Orton was there and then that lasted mm-hmm. like, you know, a month. And then it's kinda of like the Usos went back to being dope. But it's like unless they're gonna have the revival slide up somehow, it's like have them give even if it's a pre show, give them fifteen, sixteen minutes and let them have a great match like they can have. Like don't have no eight-man tag, you know, gauntlet crap and all that stuff. Like, let them work. Let them shine. All right, so Shane's walking through the curtain. 20 seconds left. 27 seconds. Is this thing on? AJ Styles does not have a report. They show the logo. He does now. Oh, okay. So I just missed it a few minutes ago. 
Oh, and quick thing before I go, the whole thing about, you know, NBA champs in the ring, it's kind of like, it's a two-part thing. One, I hate the whole all-or-nothing thing that we do when it comes to championships. It's like, if you don't want a championship, you're trash. Because then it leads to the whole thing. It's like, we want to have it both ways. We get mad at athletes when they choose money, like Carmelo Anthony over Reigns, kind of like he being selfish. He'd rather live in New York than be a star. But then we get mad at, like, LeBron James and Kevin Durant when they chase rings. It's like, Oh, he didn't do it the real way. Kevin Durant was a bitch and went to Golden State to get a ring. I'm like, that's y'all. Y'all want y'all talking about you ain't a, you ain't the man to get a ring. Y'all people like you know no, seventy three no, 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 and nine. No, he'll get the ring and then they'll still have qualifiers on it. Yeah, but he couldn't do it by himself. As if anybody could do it by himself. If that was the case, yeah, like, Allen Iverson would have three or four rings. If it was all about yeah, doing it by the whole himself, thing, he was a score like, champion two, three, four times. Did that shit all by himself on the Sixers at Tyrone Hill. As you know, starting Tyrone Hill and Eric Snow and Aaron McKee also started with 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 uh, uh, with Iverson on those champ- on that championship team. Who? Yeah, exactly. Who? Except Eric yeah. Snow. Well, shut the fuck up. No, first you show respect to Aaron McKee. He won six man a year that year. Second, it's like what did people expect? Golden State went seventy three and nine, and everybody like. Oh, don't forget they blew a 3-1 lead in the finals. And 73-9 don't mean shit because you didn't win a ring. It's like people hear – players hear that too. And it's like I don't want to be treated like Carl Malone. Like everybody bigs up Russell Westbrook. He might – Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's like everyone bigs up Russell Westbrook like he's doing it the right way. He's the ultimate warrior. He going – he walking through fire. Like he might mess around and never win. He might be in Oakland, average a triple-double, drop 60 points, and lose in the first round. And then next thing you know, he's going to be 33, and people going to be wondering, is Russell Westbrook destined to be ringless? And Kevin Durant going to have two rings laughing. Like, yeah, it's not always – it's not an all-or-nothing thing. It's like if – because if that's, if that's the case you want to have, depending on which fan you are, which team, don't waste your time watching. Because most of the teams don't have a snowball chance in hell of winning the title, but that's not the point. You want to be – ended. Sports is still about enter- entertainment. Randall never won a ring. McNabb never won a ring. I enjoyed watching both of them because they won games and they were fun. It's not this whole all or nothing nonsense. And, like, that's why I don't get mad, like, when people don't, oh, which, you know, Eagles don't got any rings. And yeah, yeah. I'm like, unless you're a Giants fan or unless you're 40 years old, that shit don't mean nothing. Like, you, if you was eight years old when the Cowboys won, who gives a rat's ass? You right. you don't remember like you don't remember that like you you've been watching twenty years of them doing jack shit just like everybody else so those like go somewhere it's not this whole all nothing thing it's about watching the watching athletes top notch athletes doing their thing like John Stockton it wasn't him not having a ring wasn't he the man like John no one ever looked at John Stockton and was like he's the best point guard in the NBA he was like Tito Santana like, he just he. I mean, when like and when it was the late eighties, it was like it was first Magic, then Isaiah Thomas, then Tim Hardaway, then Kevin Johnson. Yeah, but I'm saying, no, uh, maybe okay, yeah. but he was up there. He was pro- definitely yeah, but he was top never five, maybe yeah, top three. Was, yeah, top five. Yeah, he was always like top five, top three. He might have been like All NBA first team maybe twice, and he played twenty right. years. Which is so yeah, it's kind of like long. It's like the same like longevity. Like I got records because I lasted longer than everybody else. It's like it's like the Edge syndrome. Like you realize, wow, Edge won all these titles. It's like, yeah, Edge was around for a long ass time. Edge was never number one, but being number two for a decade, 
Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ask Chris Jericho. Not at all. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's this whole thing, like, if you ain't one, you ain't shit mentality that kind of mess up the game. Like, everybody can't be number one. Ain't nothing wrong with a silver medal. Remember Jericho had the, his gimmick was that he could he couldn't win the big one <laughs> all through like <laughs> oh one. That was his whole like yeah. story. Think about that. It, and think about that. That was his story. And that was sixteen years ago. Yeah. <laughs> He's still around now. Like it's almost it may be like three people still wrestling, and or four people still wrestling that was wrestling back then. Like Kane, Big Show, Taker, and Triple H. And that's it. And they all like part time or barely wrestle. So it's like, yeah. And, you know, we don't always get the matches we want, but they still put on good matches. And we can either choose to enjoy the good, enjoy the matches or watch something else. But don't be that whole, it ain't give me what I want. And I ain't going to really watch. I'm going to watch next week. And I'm going to let them know I ain't going to watch. It's like, what you doing to yourself? Enjoy, like, focus on yourself and enjoy life. And you guys enjoy the rest of your show. Cool, man. Talk to you later. All right. All right. Looks like we're coming to the end of the hour. Let's, uh, let's take one more, maybe two more calls. Let's get to Willis first, and then 630. I think that's Dwight. We'll uh, come to you. Uh, Willis, what's going on? What up? What's going on, fellas? <laughs> How you living, man? I'm yeah, all right. Still tired, a little bit tired from the trip, but I'm all right. I can't complain. So, while we was up in the hotel that we were staying at, we were chilling in the lobby, and Road Dog showed up. And one of my friends know him because he helped out some of the referees get around and stuff. So one of my friends had asked him, why is SmackDown better than Raw? And he was like, the reason why it's it's the difference between Raw and SmackDown is that three hours is just kicking creators' ass. That's why you right. get so much filler stuff. Like, if they ain't got enough time to do anything, and then tag teams like the Shining Stars and stuff like that, that's why they had those type of people in there. So... He was like, it's hard because he, he actually worked on both Raw and SmackDown. So he said it's a, it's a big challenge, really big challenge. He said that three hours is something really pushes their limit on to figure out how to stretch out the segments long enough to fill out airtime. So that was interesting to him talk about that kind of stuff. And then, of course, me and my question, I asked him, why Roman Reigns? And he was like, well, we know that a lot of fans don't like... I said, why why y'all keep on doing what y'all doing with Roman Reigns? And I was like, and knowing people don't care for him, he's like, regardless that people don't care for him or not, he still gets a big reaction when he comes out. And he said he does have his fans, and he said he do sell a lot of merchandise for us. So he said that's many of the factors why. He said the guy's good in the ring and all this and that. I ain't want to say nothing because I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he was some trash, but I just wanted to hear his <laughs> explanation on. You uh, 
you did that picture with him, so you ain't what? I got a picture with him. I got a picture with him last last year, so I need another picture with him. So, um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh yeah, with the um, with the eight, with the um, Shane McMahon joint. They did not time that joint at, right at all because they were showing it on the screen. When he came out and started talking, they had already cut it. We heard the end of the promo, but they had cut it on the regular TV because a couple of people on our Facebook group asked us what happened with Shane because they didn't see the ending. They didn't know if he had challenged AJ Styles to a master match. We saw him say it, but... Um, a lot of people that was watching TV missed it. Hmm. Well, so it, it did air. I, I mean, he, like like he said, like Rich said on on his TV, it said you know he said AJ or got an opponent and then Hart cut the Grizzly. That's pretty much what it did on the Hulu version. As he came out tapping the mic, they were showing up. They were showing the SmackDown logo, like you know, like 2007 or 17, 2017 SmackDown, blah blah blah. All rights reserved. And Shane said he doesn't have an opponent. Now he does. Drop the mic, fade to black. So I mean, yeah. if you like, I the first time I blinked and missed it. Second time I did, pay closer attention. Yeah. So man, the damn when Usos and the damn American Alpha came out, nobody gave a shit. They were thinking they was chance for Kurt Angle because he was in the building, but he didn't show up. Yeah, I didn't understand that. They showed him, I saw reports that he was in Pittsburgh at the arena, so I thought, oh, they're going to do at least a post, you know, dark match uh, promo or something. And then when I found out, yeah, he didn't even do that. Like, okay. They do shit. They hurried up and did 205 Live, and then the only time people cared about that is when it was time for Austin Aries to come out. Because people was leaving like shit. Because it had started yeah. snowing, it didn't. It was flurries all day, but it didn't start showing and snowing until about. Uh, by the time we got out, it started snowing real hard. So people was hurrying and trying to get okay. the hell out of there. So, um, but yeah, the dark match with Dean Ambrose versus um, Baron Corbin for the um, in a, yeah for the um, in the Continental title. The match only lasts about four or five minutes. Dean ended up beating him with the um, dirty deeds, and that was about it. Hmm. So the show was, it was an okay show. Um, People was cheering like shit for Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan when they came out, and people was kind of quiet for the Bray Wyatt stuff, but Everybody yeah. had the damn light lights up and shit. So I it was the problem was okay. I get with Bray what they doing with Bray Wyatt with the all yeah. the with the ashes and their shit. That's a old B movie horror movie shit that Bray Wyatt like to watch, so that's all that shit coming from, so but yeah, it was it was interesting seeing that joint live and then when AJ beat the shit out of Shane McMahon. People were lunching like shit. People were lunching. They was lunching. They was up there um, going crazy for that joint because they was cheering for AJ. Uh, we were um, 
Shout Damn, out to DC. Um, he was lunching like shit. Lunching, that's yeah. a different... Uh, you, you mean yeah, that they as, were, as in they weren't paying attention, right? No, they was they was paying attention. They was hyped that AJ was beating the hell out of Shane. They were cheering for AJ Styles the whole damn time. Oh, that's a different definition too. Lunching, I mean, when you lunching, I mean, you ain't on, you know, you you, you lollygagging, you ain't paying attention, and you get somebody could creep up on you. When you lunching, walking down a dark neighborhood, you know, dark uh, alley or something, you lunching, you get caught. But now I guess you newfangled. DC cats with your weird lingo, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Um. But most of the cruiserweights, them motherfuckers short as shit. No kidding. What the fuck? In, in, in real was, life. When I was the the I still I got pictures from oh four oh five of my brother who was at that point nine or ten. We we're at the. I think we went to a bunch of 3PW shows that, that summer. That was like the summer of AJ and Daniels when they were just main eventing all across the country. Um, and we saw like three straight shows that summer. And we got pictures with AJ and my 10-year-old brother standing next to AJ Styles, like almost obviously not as big as him, but this certainly almost as tall as the guy. Like, damn, AJ's tiny. And then when you see, yeah, the pictures of you standing next to even though he was fly as shit and his suit game was on point, but a, uh, um, uh, the, the uh, whatever, the fuck is his name? You yeah, talking about Kazawa? Suplex. Kazawa, yeah, Kazawa. Yeah, Kazawa, uh-huh. yeah. Like Jack, Jack Gallagher, like yeah, you know, you can kind of tell, but it wasn't until I was like, damn, Kazawa's tiny, tiny little guy. Well, yeah, yeah they like five hey, eight and. At the most. Mm-hmm. It, it was funny, like, shit, when we met Austin Aries, he's like, y'all staying at this house, hotel, y'all stalking. And we was like, he's like, if y'all stalking, that's cool, it don't matter. And he started talking to everybody and stuff like that. He's like, y'all going to the master tonight? He's like, yeah. Oh, you got called, you finally so, got called out for your, uh, for your somebody, somebody ways. told you about your half-stepping. Man, yeah, well, time. well, it wasn't. I wasn't the only one there, so it de- I I wasn't company. Yeah, but you were the one friend, they remember so. from all the last <laughs> time before that. They, time they, before they that. ain't remember me because this my Guy first time meeting Austin. Uh, poses this as a first, uh, uh, <laughs> this poses my first a bell, bringing up some of my uh, 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 luggage just so you can get a picture with the bellhop hat. Poses uh, housekeeping at one time. Housekeeping. They opened up. You took a picture real quick and ran away. Uh, no, so they all know about you. They probably got your picture up on every, at every event in the Northeast. Like, if you see this guy, <laughs> we got this restraining order out. <laughs> no, nah, that's 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 my damn friend that refereed the shows from the damn um from independent mm-hmm. shows in Pennsylvania. He's, yep, he's your in, and so yeah, they're gonna. Oh, he done already got called out on Facebook once already. Somebody posted a post about him last year, about him showing up to all the matches and taking pictures and stuff. So he done already got called out for that joint. But, yeah, it was pretty funny. He was like, yeah, now since I done took pictures with everybody, I got to go wash my hands. Yeah, I would. I don't blame him. Wash my whole body. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, man, we got to get out of here. We got one more call. All right, get bye. Talk to you later. Uh, all right. Okay, God damn it. Hold on, uh, I think, Dwight. What the hell? Okay, now he's typing, so maybe I don't have to go to him. Oh, he said he wasn't the only one. Oh, rapping. God damn it, Josh. Spell check yourself. That whole thing didn't make no sense, but I get it now. <laughs> rapping her. Um. All right, real quick. Let's see what Josh got to say. You got anything pertinent to say, or you just... I'm just saying what's up. I'm off for the rest oh, of the weekend. Up? Time for we Martin Madness. Feel good to have the week off, boy. Ooh, I'm drinking whiskey. What do you mean? It's Tuesday right or it's Wednesday, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it feels great. So you don't go back to work till Monday? You talking to me? You talking to me? I'm talking to uh, Josh. Oh, okay. Oh, what's up, Cam? <laughs> Hi, Josh. Yeah, I don't go back. Josh, to, Miles, I don't go back to Monday. Hi, to Josh Miles. That's nice. Dash. What's up, Miles? Out here living, man. Feeling good. I'm out here. I just blew a blunt with Young Millie and and uh, Cam. <laughs> you know, Sam, me and Faye out here. I thought I, thought I heard Cam over there uh, dying a little bit. Heard him coughing up his. None stomach. of that is absolutely true. I, I've never smoked a day in my life, but I am whiskey. <laughs> although Faye is not partaking with me, I am currently And now, and now Miles alone. understands why the world is flat. Oh, oh I'm not even getting into this. Let me put Young Cam back on the phone. The world, the world is round. <laughs> the world is flat. Oh no! Oh, I did, of course. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm ready for some March Madness. I'm off till Monday, so get, well, I'm we're having a party at my house tomorrow night, and then we're gonna party for St. Patrick's Day. Who's Friday. coming over tomorrow? Uh, Jordan and uh, my boy Jamin. I don't know anybody else wants to come. Uh, Kevin can come if he wants. I don't, I don't care. We're just going. Who's Kevin? To Frango? Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Stunt Granny, Danny oh. wants to come. He can come. I mean, anybody in the six one four can come. <laughs> Hit me up. I'll give you my address and party. But um, no, I was just gonna say um, I figured I'd not call or whatnot. Um, I'm looking forward to the Mania, um, but my excitement of seeing for the first time ever and not knowing. He was in the WWF was the Super Ninja from November 88 Saturday night's main event. Can you tell okay. me the race of the Super Ninja? <laughs> I don't even know who the Super Ninja is, Josh, so I don't, don't know if this is going to... He, he was a wrestler who fought Ultimate Warrior in 1988 on Saturday night's main event. On NBC, and you know what the best part of the whole show? The best part of the whole show was Mean Gene Oakland saying the Macho Man. You really think you can beat Andre the Giant in front of this live crowd and 33 million people watching at home? It's a lot of people. 33 million, Travis. This seems like it's some kind of callback to some point that you got argued with. 
I don't know, a year ago. Can you believe it? Feels like but the big rating that Hogan and Andre had was 34 million earlier in the year. So Vince told me and Gene to say, you know, 33 million people are watching Saturday Night's main event. When that Saturday Night's main event came on during Saturday Night Live's time slot, when they got the 33 million, that was eight o'clock Friday night. <laughs> But I I thought that was, that cracked me up, but no. So I have one question: what is what was the why was John Stockton brought up? Um, just um, there's an all or nothing kind of mentality we were talking about, like uh, about people athletes that didn't win championships. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, something like that. Like, uh, you know, you can argue that who was better, Isaiah or Stockton. You can talk about their stats, comparing their stats and year by year and assists, deals, points, minutes, all that. But then the person can just go, well, he's got, Isaiah's got two rings, so he's better. You know, just hands down, no more argument. That was a part of the argument. I don't remember how it initially came up, maybe. Remember that whole thing that about Daniel Bryan being a B plus player, and I was like, yeah, just like John Stockton. Oh. Whoa! I'm lying. I'm lying to Josh about. I, I, I figure because Dan, Dan Bryan isn't all time anything. John Stockton's all time in two categories. No, he's no, he's no, he's he's, he's all time Western Conference uh, champion. You know. He's all. Well, he's saying he's Bryan. All-time, He's all-time no, steals leader, all-time assist leader. Yeah, and you know what that got him? A Western Conference banner. That's what he got him. Players. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he got him the same thing. He's telling me how good John Stockton is. No rings because they didn't play with Michael Jordan or Kim Olajuwon. No, he's he's the captain of a ship that had to turn around before they got to the island. But they were damn close, though. They could see it. They could taste yeah. the fans. They even got support and just had to leave. All yeah. right, we're yeah. out of here, Josh. I'll say they, their papers weren't right. <laughs> no papers weren't right. I can't talk. Hang it up on Josh. We're going to go to Dwight so he can go home. Uh, I think that's Dwight. Dwight, is that you? What up? It is. It is. What's going on, y'all? What's happening, man? Thanks for uh, hanging in there. Nothing out here cooking his young carne asada on the grills and it's snow on the ground here. You know, why not? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> So, SmackDown last night, and I, I listened to Parter Wade's rant on the um, on the Tuesday show. The the, the car cam that just messed me yeah. up. <clears throat> it took me way out of it. I was excited until they went to commercial and did that because they didn't have to do but, it. They showed it in a replay, no. and the point was Ooh. already made. You know the, the severity of the of the of the of the, right. of the act. Was already like, oh yeah, you know, bashed him, bashed like, his head and thing. Over and violence in the PG blood. era. This hmm. was not. It was so unnecessary. I can just see Vince McMahon in the conference when they planned it out. Let's get a goddamn camera in there. You know, so just something <laughs> stupid like that. <laughs> like, yeah, but Vince, how do they explain the camera? God damn it! Who needs an explanation? It looks awesome. That's probably the extent of it. It's a live shot of a man's head. Damn it, do it. You know, some, some stupid shit like that. 
But um, yeah, I mean, ugh, it just took me completely out. But the end of the SmackDown because I have Comcast. Um, I got him challenging, then the crowd reaction, then it went off. So I got an extra second or two. I don't know if anybody else mm-hmm. listening got had Comcast. I got an extra second. I don't know if that okay. showed up anywhere else, but you know, then they quickly cut out. So yeah, um, um yeah, this just AJ Styles is in the match with the owner kid playing wrestling fantasy star. You know, it's just it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I I can get excited or I can just not watch. You know, those are the two options. So yeah, you know, it was mania season. <clears throat> but have you um have y'all been watching two or five live? I finally got a chance to watch one or two episodes. I just started from the beginning. It's okay. It's not as bad as I thought it would be because I can't stand the cruiserweights on Raw. Like I just that fast. Wait, you started season. from September? Yeah, I just started watching it from the beginning. You know, just oh. to kind of catch up on things. I'm actually watching last night's episode right now. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I wrote an article last week about uh, about the cruiserweights and how they finally, after six months of of you know being around, finally has feels like a exciting division. Finally had the matchup that they had with Neville and and Gallagher. Just right. personality wise, they're so well-matched in the way they wrestle. And then you throw Austin Aries in there, it's like even more. It's like finally it feels like uh, they're getting some personality. You know, Mustafa Ali's getting a little, you know, he's getting mm-hmm. a bit of a push. Uh, and it's not about just sustained pushes and stuff because they gave Noam Dar a push. They gave Cedric Alexander. And that stuff was just trash. The, 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 the Alicia Fox nonsense, all these forced storylines. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the personalities are finally starting to get over a bit. Mm-hmm. And um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, um, if you like them now, as at the beginning okay. or you know September, October, mm-hmm. you'll definitely like them. You know, come February, March. And oh yeah, you guys have you got to two a lot men, of bullshit, right though. when y'all were talking, speaking of bullshit, um, y'all were talking about the Attitude Era. Like I have my brother-in-law is a big wrestling fan, and he his reference yeah. point is the Attitude Era. Like that was the greatest it, kind of wrestling for him. How old are are the both of you? How old are um, you? We, we I'm 34. He's 33. So we're about we're oh, okay. about the same age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we. So it's just that that wasn't. You know, now that so I'm older. So just for a reference older, point, you guys were 14 when Austin won at Mania. Be Shawn Michaels. Um. Yeah, you know, when yeah. wrestling was really hot, that was how I was in eighth grade high school. And I remember yeah. sophomore year, rocking a little WWE CD here in my car. You know, I was, mm-hmm. I was a kid with a car. Um, and that was, that was what was hot, you know. <laughs> just, yeah, it's just garbage looking at it now. It doesn't hold up. It's just, yeah, you know, flat Crash Holly walking around with the scale. You know, I mean, if he was a chubby chaser, that'd be cool. But, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, just, just little stuff like that. It's just, damn, really? This was on TV at one point. But that's all I got. Um, 
Yeah, I hope. Send you some inappropriate name. I'm sure that somebody will send me this week. Um, <laughs> but all, all the um, women's match on SmackDown. Um, who do you think they actually gonna uh, if they actually gonna finally pull the trigger and bring Oscar? Do you think? Well, do you think that'll actually think happen? Be a surprise. And, and maybe at least one. I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking two. Somebody new and somebody old will come out. Okay. And, you know, I'm thinking a, a a Trish or a well, Lita can't wrestle anymore, right? She physically can't wrestle. Uh, I'm well, thinking like a Lita can't. or. Well, I, I don't know. Trish ain't good. Oh, I, I, I don't. I just don't think. Yeah. But who's your new person? Who are you, who are you thinking? Well, I'm probably Oscar. I'm thinking Oscar. I don't think she's losing her NXT title. Or so they or do what Paige they do. Page have her come up win the women's yeah. title and then give up the women, give up the NXT one. Mm-hmm. But she also faces Alexa Moon or. Uh, um, What's her name? Moon. Uh, Amber Moon. Alexa Moon Am- would be Am- a Amber fascinating Moon. character. It just merged. Like, how tall would she be? Yeah. She'd yeah. somehow be shorter than both of them, but with a bigger wagon. So that, you know, just ridiculous yeah. bubble yeah. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the they contact there. Real nice contact there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Ember Bliss. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's um, all I got. Let me. Um, what's up? Yeah, cool. No, no, no. I was just going to think about my uh, who I think would. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe Oscar. I don't know. I, I, I don't think they're going to bring anybody. I think it's just going to be running a mill kind of. Think so? Think, um, yeah, I think it's Ellsworth just going to be the help. women you know. Yeah, Carmelo will be in it. Maybe uh, Lucidora Lush- 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 or something. Hell, if Carmella, yeah. I mean, if yeah. Carmella won, and then they brought Oscar up, and then she just destroyed Carmella, <laughs> took the title from her in the next SmackDown pay per view, that'd be fine. I'd be okay with that. I'd be willing to bitch for a month. Runs through um, Carmella in thirty seconds or whatever. You know. Oh, and yeah, this this, this Goldberg thing got to stop. That, that was what. That, that's what I keep trying to think of. Think of to say, it's just it's, it's old now. <laughs> it was cool, yeah. you know. Okay, yeah, Goldberg back for a match. You know, Goldberg back for a match. He gonna he gonna have a good. Oh wait, whoa! Goldberg really just ran through Brock Lesnar in twenty seconds. Oh okay. Um, Goldberg's in the Royal Rumble. Okay. Damn, Goldberg. Goldberg just came out here and challenged Kevin Owens for the title. Damn, Goldberg's the champion. <laughs> And me making that statement is longer than all that stuff combined. Oh, shut the fuck up, Callie. <laughs> Cassie is Ono wrestling in a shirt. Good call. Stop. Anyway. All right, uh, Dwight. All right. Cut things here. Okay. All right, Joe. Okay, have a good night. Thanks for taking my call. Good to talk to you. Yep. All right. Take care, man. All right. Uh,. All right, that's it for the calls. Nobody else is on the line. If they are, too bad. Um, so that does it for us this week here on the live portion. Uh, Cam and I will be back next week, same time, same channel. Rich and I, though, will be by in a matter of seconds for you uh, free VIP folks. Oh, why they got Jack Gallagher dancing with 
Rich Swan. I mean, that's the dance I want to see. No. Too many doing this regular old corny-ass dance. Anyway, so Richard and I will be back in a few seconds. Uh, you, you, you VIP folks, uh, click over to the uh, VIP uh, audio, and um, you free folks, uh, we'll get at y'all next week. We out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.